People have to get over it. People have to get over it. There we go. Plat chat episode 169. I think I think we're live. This is great. Double check. Before I start giving my good banter. RuneScape? Did you talk about RuneScape? I'm not gonna lie. Let's talk about RuneScape. When the game released and the tank queues were like 10 minutes long, I honestly started playing RuneScape on stream. Why didn't you tell me? Dude, I got to like fishing level seven, bro, or something. I got 699s. That that is pretty crazy. I mean that that's I, I consider myself a classic though. WoW nerd, but like getting that far in RuneScape, that might I'm be I'm sorry, worse. you farmed out Grand Marshal and you're calling me a degenerate. Yeah, I, you know, I have some career regrets when I reflect on that, where I'm like, oh, uh, Jorson Sideshow like pivoted to an entirely new scene. And meanwhile, I killed people in World of Warcraft and got a title. Like it was pr cool. pretty, pretty big discrepancy there in like career. You, I mean, you could, you, that could be like you doing knowledge to. for World of Warcraft esports. People will be like, I wrote that. Yeah. I, I released my first book during COVID, and I'll be like, D cool. I was in Arathi Basin for like eighty hours in a week. Well, actually, is it World of Warcraft esports? Isn't the biggest World of Warcraft esports like the PVE events, not PVP? MDI, yeah, Mythic Dungeon Invitational. And oh, yes, the mix. The I mean, the biggest first. ones are the world first races. They yes. get pretty massive. Yeah, exactly. Which is all PVE, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, yes, I mean, is. technically, you could argue that you've you've been doing some market research. Some wait, have we started yet? Yeah, yeah, we're live. Yeah, we started. <laughs> yeah, okay. This, yeah. Is okay. this is our <laughs> twenty minute case, ramble before we talk about Overwatch. Dude, chat doesn't even know. Chat is like, do they know they're live? Yeah, we know we're live. <laughs> he, he says, we, he says, have we started? And then Avril walked off. He got he got up. He's like, okay, we started. And then he gets up and walks All right, away. Be fair, he so, got up like what twenty minutes ago because yeah, Johnny feel, got there like savings doesn't exist in Australia. But how is it no, my fault? It was Avril, Avril's no, fault. He didn't realize know. the daylight savings. To be fair, we probably should have synced on that, but you know. Yeah. On Sunday, April second, Australia turns clocks back an hour. Wait, what? April second. There you go. So it's soon. Wait, so they turn it back an hour and we turn it yeah, forward an hour. Yeah, different hemispheres. Okay, I'm ready. Oh right. Different yes, hemispheres. Yeah. Course, yeah. yeah, we're discussing daylight savings time in Australia right now. Mm. We're currently discussing that. That yeah. is oh, okay. That, that is. I, li wow. I like your shirt today. Apple. I was gonna say that. Yeah. That's looking fucking clean. Actually, I went to uh, did some painting. It. It's just the accident that happened. Now how does it looks like a Boston? You're, that's how you're picking up your secondary like... income in yeah. the off season. Uh, you know, you paintings. get bored in the off season. How it is? So you know. Do you have an Etsy? Do you, should we promote your Etsy? <laughs> no, you can't do Etsy because SVB all they they, they can't pay out the vendors. Oh, SVB, yeah. I think oh, until they, because they're yeah a lot of them, about a the, lot of the, the Etsy bank people. run that the Silicon Valley got fucked by. Yeah. Oh, that what a legendary. Moment Guys, Platchat lost of all of its money. Out. Yeah, we it, kept our, all of our, <laughs> our reserves. One billion dollars we kept oh. in SVB. Yeah, we lost it all. It's all it's all locked all because in our bank bonds. wanted to buy a bunch of. Our, our We're eights. not talking about the streamer, right? I just gotta make this clear because I'm confused. No, no, no Silicon no, Valley no. Bank. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! Oh. The streamer, no, he was no, getting added SVB. a lot. He's called yeah, he was, he was getting added a lot on Twitter about it because people were like, "At SVBOW, like, why you you you're the reason fractional reserve banking still exists in this country." Essentially, like it was like it was just like he was he was roped into like crazy monetary policy discussions and like. People with NFT profile pictures being like, "Now this wouldn't have happened if we were all on the Bitcoin standard." And like this, it was just like it was just crazy. That's that's because you get roped into the advanced antivirus conversation. Yeah. I will eventually get roped into the next Jaws movie that comes out, and it's probably you know probably not going to be very good. So I'm going to get hate for that. Um, although I do get added every now and then by a Jaws podcast about the film. 
They just mm. at everybody that's Jaws, and I am on the list. That's a bold marketing verified. Choice. So they're like, this guy, get him on the podcast. Yeah, you got to. You should show up one day. Get him to invite you on. I should. That would be sick. What a crossover. What a crossover. We're really thinking ahead. I really just got reinforced because I plan to sell it to some mega corporation that wants to be called Reinforce ten years from now. And then I can sell it. Huge I can sell my Twitter account with 50k followers. We could do the same with like every. You say that, name. Johnny. You say that, but really? uh, then Uber just had his. Mitch had his Twitter account taken away by Uber, the company. No shot. He was yeah. not the original Uber. I think he had no, Uber. He was no, he didn't have four-letter Uber. No that would be insane. I gotta have to ask yeah. him. I've, I'm pretty sure he's told the story that Uber, the company, took away his tag. He would have to tell that story. I can see like Instagram doing that because that's Facebook. They're, you know. But Twitter. Twitter don't give a fuck either. Yeah, Twitter don't fucking care. I have actually heard about this. I have actually heard about this, Joss. It does happen. Yeah, they're a mega cool. They don't give a shit. But how does like. So here's the question. The thing is that like. Because you know, like Uber Eats and DoorDash or them, they don't make money. So like, what? They're spending all their money on taking down Uber's Twitter account to like give them the original Uber? Like, also, how? Speaking of monetary policy, how the fuck do you charge like $20 for a $10 burrito once you add on the fees and you don't make money? Like, that's insane. Yeah, it doesn't like, make sense. Food yeah. delivery services not make it's, it's almost insulting because they're like, they charge you more for doing nothing and then they still don't make money. I'm going to be honest. Well, I don't know how they, they make spend money all their they money keep giving me like 40% the off codes. Like, well, yeah. I, mean, that's I can think of throwing those my way. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting They still are losing like a billion dollars a year for those services. And I'm like, how you don't do anything. Advertising and shit. Advertising and, uh, do you remember that thing a few years ago? The props, prop 65, prop 60 fucking nine. And they were like, oh, Uber drivers, like, oh, they're going to get fucked over if this goes through. And it was just all paid for by Uber so they could charge you more and uh, fuck over the drivers. Like, that's what they spend their fucking money on. And they're still not making money, dude. You're, you don't understand, Avas, okay? They're a growth company, okay? They just haven't fulfilled they've their... They've been growing uh, for, what, six, seven years? They're, they're still growing, How long yeah. they've been growing for? They're, they're, they're a full-ass adult. Leave them they're alone. no longer growing. <laughs> they're, they need, they need to be, they're grown. They should they, be grown they by will, now. They will take over additional industries. Oh, my God. Dude, I cannot believe this shit. We've been live for, what, six minutes? And I, I swear to live, God, I'm getting fucking news? RuneScape Destruct? ads. On my liquid oh, okay. Let's I was go. gonna say we weren't live. Wait, what is that? If what you... is that? Build a mighty fortress? No, that's like a mobile. It's like a mobile game. Runescape fourth, fourth and three. Who the fuck? That's a this? scam. That's a fucking scam. Whatever that is, that's a fucking. Oh, that's Runescape three, bro. Nah, get that off my screen. How, I don't give how a shit. did how did they know we we're talking about Runescape? Because you've played it before. <laughs> yeah, but like, what are the odds? You, you Google it just before we started the show. Garbage. Old school Runescapes. Where is that? I don't know. This this sus. This is sus. All right, we, we we gotta get into the episode now because it's uh, it's it's been That's one sick. hell of a week. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't felt this much. I, I don't know if it's FOMO, but like I I feel like there's so much going on in the community. I'm just like my brain is just like overcharged. Like there's too many electrons firing in my brain because there's scrim leaks everywhere and like I can't follow with everything and like leaked rosters and it's just all over the place. Like this is the most exciting the community has been in months probably, most active at least. Right. Right. I mean, it's yeah, look, it's been, it's been first time chatters in Twitch channels, just fucking jumping in, just dropping a code, then fucking off. It's been a good time. It's been a good fucking time. I honestly fucking shout out to the players charging money for their fucking scrims. <coughs> Legendary shit. Absolute king shit. Bring, bring up, uh, bring up Alvin's tweet. 
Right now, Albert? Fucking, oh yeah, subs? Albert did just make it to Bring up Albert's tweet right Wait, now. Wait, did he? <laughs> it's stupid as shit. It's Honestly, literally just what it's you're the saying, best. Jack. Dude, it's so I really... good. Dude, I love Albert, man. Yeah, well, I'm it's it's it. it's it's building it's building off of that sentiment essentially. Of Feeling like... generous, 500k, and I leak every scrim code for the entire season. You won't get a deal like this ever again. So act fast. <laughs> it's a little silly. This is, this is how you fund the new Florida roster, man. This, you this know, is you how you monetize upgrades. esports. Yeah. You wanna? Oh, dude, we figured it out like three weeks figured ago. Told us we finally figured it out. Yeah. 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 I think if I think if uh, R slash competitive Overwatch, you know, if everyone puts in five bucks each, it might you might do it. You know, start a GoFundMe for this. How, how much will I get memed on if I seriously propose like you could buy like a scrim subscription to a team and you pay like hundred twenty dollars a year and you get access to all their scrim codes? Probably, I think you need to make the if you were even to propose it seriously, it would have to be like half that cost. I was going to say five bucks a month, and then unless you you're looking to make your own content, so like if someone VOD reviews their content, then you charge them more. Luckily, I didn't propose that. Monetize I would never propose that. That would be very stupid. <laughs> I've been thinking about what it. I like. Avril's idea, where it's like, what if everyone in the competitive Overwatch subreddit and like Twitter, they all paid five dollars a month into like a Patreon, but then we called it like we call it like something like a some sort of service where like you know you're paying money to potentially like support the league and then you go watch it so like you're paying the money to watch the league but you're not paying to watch really you're just paying to support it <laughs> okay. so like a, it's kind of like a pay-per-view but not yeah. really this is like a, right. this is the weirdest pay-per-view ever where it's like instead of paying like you said instead of paying to watch the actual league you're paying to just watch scrims which is yeah. just like the price yeah. that's well, just reverse psychology <laughs> you 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 trick people to like no no you're not paying to watch the league you're paying to support the league yeah. it's a patreon <laughs> but it's literally just pay-per-view with extra steps but i think yeah. that would work honestly. we should really take it one step further and just go knock door to door and see if anyone wants to sign up for all access no passes. that's not gonna work because no one answers the door anymore that's true i've never answered my door dude either. people show up at my door and i'm like no i'm not home Absolutely not. I, I actually do that with packages. Like if they ring the door once, delivery, yeah. I'm like, nah. But if they ring the door twice, delivery, I'm like, okay, it. I'll sign something. If it's delivery, yeah, they leave it. I, well, I don't get anything signed. I've never had to get anything signed. I don't get anything Are delivered you serious? signed. I'm a, I know, I'm all my spent uranium fuel rods, I don't get too regularly. Uh, so like, I'm not getting, sense. I'm not having to sign off for those. All right. Uh, before we get into the actual like screwing box and change and all that, I, I wanted to start off with a fun little topic, you know? Just, just the fun little nice stuff about the league. Uh, we we got new skins, guys. You all watch league skins. Woo! Yeah. You know what's yeah. crazy about these new skins, by the way, and the new color schemes? Paris's actually looks like one of the best. Yeah, Paris look good. Oh, yeah, the colors are clean, yeah. dude. Uh, they are clean, and the gladiators. I'm sorry, glad. Oh, <laughs> love the all. Have you seen all right, a glad one by one? One by one, Joss. Here's oh, Vegas. My well, all right, okay, sorry. Look at this. Ahead of myself. Nice. I'm not actually going to go one Ram. by one. The Ram, Ram one skins are all so good. I don't know if they're yes. showing Ram in this video. Here's it's Ryan. That's a pretty clean Ryan skin. Yeah, this is nice. It's it, that belly. The colors are sick. Yeah. The colors Eternal's are sick. Eternal honestly has like kind of poggers like graphics and brandy. Yeah. I mean, then they're still appropriating there, the cock. The they're cock really not allowed to have 12, the cock anymore. But besides yeah, that, there's the cock. Is it a little close to like Defiant? Colors? No, not no, really. Not really. I think it's different enough because of the accent. Shit, yeah, I think Soul Inferno is more uh, 
more dangerous. Because like, we, we got too many red-black teams now, you know? Like, this is how many teams are going red-black in color schemes. It's just such a cool color combination. It, it is. It's probably the best, but at least this one's got a bit of gold on it to differentiate. I mean, we also have a lot of blue. We have blue and red-black are like our two thing. Our Go two glass. So, okay. no, here's because we're on the red and black thing. Here's Soul Internal. Not bad, I'd say. It's, it's just more worst. red, more red than black. Here's the Rostra. Oh, look at that. Yeah, the Ramacho so ones good. are good. The uh, the Nemesis form ones are even better. I okay, think. I can't bring that up because it's they a don't. video. But yeah, yeah more, more red and black. So I don't know if I love this much red. And then uh, you said LA Gladiators. Glad. They got some. They got I some. have played oh with a ton of Glads. Look at how great. They it is more egregious bad. in game. Like They're it bad. is so bright. It's, it's the pink. I the pink is not good. Wear yeah. that skin. I'm like, there's no wonder you're dying once every fucking minute. Like you stick out like a sore thumb on any map. If they just they look like Power the Ranger villains a little bit. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> Why'd they pull hey, the pink I'm, in there? Okay. It's, I'm, doing, I'm gonna sag sense. here. I I actually at least they're unique. At least sure. they're not just like, oh, we're we're because oh, they're the only purple team. They're the only purple team, though. They're the only one that can claim no, the colors. No, but they're using like two bright colors to like complement themselves, whereas yeah, other teams are just like that is okay, all that the Zarya's. All the Zarya ones are yeah, all white. For some reason, for Zarya, they just forgot to color her, and it's just like, yeah. dude. But that's the thing with Zarya different... for a long time. I think Zarya's had like of what the original cast. Zarya has consistently had some of the worst skins. Yeah, like in my opinion, I think Zarya for for an original hero. Like that's been in the game since Overwatch One, she has had consistently some of the I mean, worst skins. I don't understand how. Some of the worst she, skins? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Her skins, have, I, I agree. She does, but her, but if you compare her to like all the other of the original cast, all the other original cast has like so, of the original hero roster have way larger amounts of good skins. Sorry, does. Her best hmm. skin is Frosted, which is an epic skin. No, it's but the eighty like skin. Epic skin. We're talking about like the the Overwatch skins, which is just a recolor. Yeah, yeah. You can just color in the bits. The, all the Zarya Owl skins, there's just like a bunch of. It looks like they're all away skins on Zarya for some reason, even yeah. for home. Yeah, it's, it's. It doesn't make sense. Just col just color it in. I thought it was a bug. Honestly, I thought it was a bug. Because actually, I think if you press the away skin, I think the away skin has more color than the home skin. So it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's make Did sense. Did you see so, the uh, hog skin for London? How, I no, London know, wasn't I even up in the shop, was it? Um. Yeah. <laughs> they're not even in this <laughs> when video. When I looked, I think. it was. London is um, not even in the video. Well, London. London Hog, like the the picture of the logo on his belly was so. There's no London in this. Yeah, because they missed London. Ah, on release. This is when they missed the London on release. Thinking? Yeah. Oh so right. It might yeah. be out now, well, but on release it, it wasn't might there, be yeah. fixed. But yeah, dude, the London fucking Hog skin. It was like five pixels to the London logo. It was so funny. Yeah. So funny. Probably a reason they weren't in to begin with, but these look clean. Yeah. I think overall, uh, pretty exciting. There's some new combos. I think the Kiriko skins in general are really cool. Uh, I, I tweeted about that the fox changes color as well. So I think that's pretty sick. Yeah, I don't know why they're, also, they're not showing any. Show, uh, show Chengdu real quick. This will be the last chance you can get them before they disappear forever. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's... Oh, I mean, that's a topic for later in the video. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm teasing. Probably. I'm just laying some breadcrumbs. What do they call I this are. one? Chekhov's Chengdu Hunters? Is that, is that what it is? The smoking gun. There it is. We're pretty sick. Not bad. So, there we go. And they got, um... We're too late. Uh, what you call it? Weapon charms too now? Which is pretty sweet. Uh, and yeah, there's also right. Gold weapon charms. If you wow. view it in the hero gallery, there are gold versions. I, I've seen a lot of people, and I do agree, if they weren't on the coin and it was just the logo as a whole, it would look better. 
Um, I still think these are cool, but yeah, there's a there's a solid gold version of them, and there's no way to currently unlock them. So it might be for like maybe winning a tournament or like they have to win a tournament or like yeah, something maybe. like that, maybe. But I, I just, wish just they would get charged the fans more. Just charge them yeah. 100 coins more to get the gold version. I'm yeah, serious, or do it like the Valorant skins where you have different tiers of it. Like, yeah. I, I wish they would get flashier. If they're going to start adding stuff... We should, they, we should get Radiantite. I love I mean, Radiantite. I mean, you should. Like, you, I, it's it's a good monetization model. So nice. Like, you have the base skin, you have, like, an upgraded skin, and you have, like, the top yeah. tier skin, you know? It's a good... It's like, New York it gets the gambler's the going. Yeah, yeah the New York graffiti kind of... Their, their skins no and branding are just uh, as always clear their actual competitive team. I think uh, I think the I think the upgrading part's cool, but I think the Radiantite system in Valorant is kind of heinous for like how egregiously expensive it is. If you're yeah, no, it. I agree. I agree with but, the expense part. I'm just saying. I'm simply talking about the model aside from that, itself. it's it's fine. Yeah. yeah, the model's fine, I suppose. It's not like people give a shit how stuff. Like I've not seen one single complaint about Valorant's monetization. <laughs> Like maybe well, people there do complain about it, but the thing is, it, everyone's but... buying buying it still. Yeah, you know? exactly, like that's the right. thing. Like people complain about it, but like, okay, just don't buy it. Yeah, exactly. don't don't tell the Overwatch players about Valorant monetization. <laughs> oh, bro, they don't have no idea. <laughs> they don't know. I mean, there there is a little part in our community, I guess, that we just like look at Valorant and we just like, oh, everything is great with Valorant. Everything's fantastic with Valorant. Oh, things just suck for us. But like, guys, they have their own problems. It's like Instagram, okay? Just because they had lock-in and everything was great and the crowd pop off. Valorant still have their own problems, you know? Everyone's working through some stuff, you know? So don't don't, don't just look at Valorant like it's perfect. Well, it's not it's the not. same problems, though. We're not talking about the same. We're, this is like basic game functionality things versus like wider esport issues, you know? Sure. Generally, I think they've done a lot of that stuff, right? But once again, this is like, that's a whole separate discussion. Yeah. They've done, but that's, it's the point being, I just would like to see them have upgradable skin tiers because they could still do yeah. more with the skins and like charms. Mm -hmm. Like yes, Valorant sure. does. Yeah. So that's like the you, point. They should at some point... I've oh my god! I talked about this a fucking year ago, but like banners that go all the way across that show you support the team, the fucking just anything that's like oh a title maybe, and it's yeah. like oh a Boston supporter or like um you know their hashtags like uh fucking Texas hard, dude, a vast yeah, and then it's Texas hard like you know just yeah just stuff player like profile that. like those those profile things could be really people cool like to that have. shit like, yeah it would like, be fun people to have like as well. profile stuff and. Even the banners, which don't really show, they obviously they show when you load in the game, they're on your profile. But like, I think they're pretty cool. Like anything that's kind of a slight customization, I, I like that. So if if I was a team owner, I, I'd go I'd go to Blizzard and be like, the championship skin should be mythic, and it should be customizable, representing a team. And the developers probably be like, that is so much work for us. There is no way. And I'd be like, make it happen. Make it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. And then they wouldn't. It, it needs would to be an esports mythic skin. Uh, and then yeah. they would not do it. Yeah. But it would be fun. Thank you to thank you to Bro You Whack for the the skins video, uh, who posted all these skins, so I could use. And all, and also his uh, and his girlfriend Crystal Rain, I think, who designed a lot of the questions for them as well. So I think they both they both did a good job on that one. What? Bro, you whack. Yeah. <laughs> he hosted. The I'm video on his channel I'm with the developer, but his oh. girlfriend was the one that made a lot of the questions. Oh, so like video. he hosted it on his channel oh. and his girlfriend made a lot of the questions. 
I pretty much I'm doing this to save you from yourself, Johnny. I because just, I just, uh -huh. I just you, they, there's you been a lot of this. flack have been thrown around because people have been like, bro, you whack, you did all this. And like she and she herself was the one that put a lot of work to make the interview for like that video. So I'm just saving you from yourself here, okay? <laughs> I am so out of the loop. I am so out I know of the you loop. are. I know you are. Oh, I'm saving God. you from yourself. You. I'm saving you from yourself. What, what would I do without my PR consultant of ass on the show? Thank you. Representing PR for Platcha uh, LC. Um, all right, let's talk, let's talk about the Scream Lakes. Well, I, I don't know, like, if there's any substance to this topic, but it's just been crazy. Like, I initial reactions, like, is this to stay? Do we think it'll be gone when the OPR comes around? Why, why uh, is this happening, by the way? Does I, anyone know why it's happening? I, well, I, it's I, just just, well, I think, I, I don't people care. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think people care. But secondly, I, I think, didn't it start with, like, care. a hate campaign towards, like, Malfell? Just, like, this is how bad Vegas are? No, what no was it the, started what was with the, first, the Defiant. The it was, was, it, it was, was the Defiant Scrim Leaks, I On believe. a stream. It was the, yeah, that was the first one. On oh, right. stream, right? Yeah, the Glads, and yeah, then what happened yeah. is, then Kaluj got... Essentially, the way I understand it is that the Defiant Scrim Leaks happened, and then it made... And, like, Kaluj got pissed because they're like, wow, you guys, like, cut off all the parts where we dominated you. And then yeah. Kaluj counter-leaked the Scrims. Counter where they showed them doing better. <laughs> and then like and so then and then it just spiraled into a chain reaction of everyone memeing about it essentially is the way and then i'm sure some of them were still just like legitimately leaked like like i think lip like accidentally showed some codes i think that, punk like, so accidentally showed the codes leaked. for the vancouver uh vegas yeah. thing so it's point, a mixture of people trolling and people hardly purposely showed for twitch subs dude absolute fucking legend charging money for that shit that was a hundred dollar dues straight in his pocket we're just showing some scrim codes. Absolute fucking legend. But yeah. do the teams are the teams just cool with it? Or there's no one cares or what? Like think, they legitimately don't care? Well, I think like a lot of these scrims are this is like stuff for like these are probably like early strats for like pro am type type of things. And like right. I don't think people are taking it too seriously. I also think in general, like people just I mean like are are the culture around scrims is very are like very different game to game, right? Because like Call of Duty, they they stream <laughs> You have to be fucking kidding me. They literally stream their scrims, like for content. Like they not Apparently, everything, yeah. like certain certain game modes they don't. <laughs> but it's out of control. What? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're putting their own scrim codes out <laughs> i mean why not it's, it's free content it, I, personally yeah, it's free content. content like i I, yeah. I think it's i think it's That's what i'm saying me, like <laughs> it doesn't really matter that much especially if it's like early on in the season before like pre-pro-am and like we're not locked into what the meta is gonna be yet like no one knows like i i kind of think that like this is I mean, I, like, I literally tweeted the same thing. I was like, do you just stream it? Like, what are we waiting for? Like, just... Yeah, I, I, I think once you get further into the matter. season... and Well, once you get further into the season and, like, the meta solidify a bit and, like, we're not doing Pro-Am, I think teams are going to clamp down on that a yeah. lot. But you can definitely still, during the season, use scrims to be like, we're going to stream a scrim as, like, content, right? Like, just one yeah. scrim block. Okay, we're going to, like, release some scrim codes for, like, X supporters or something like that. Like, you know, like... You can definitely utilize scrims for content a lot more. I just think part of the reason it's so rampant right now is that like, pre is that right now it's like not the stakes aren't very high. It's like the meta's not locked in, and B also used to previously over and this is like not only an Overwatch problem. Like a lot of games had this issue, but like people just had such a stick up their ass about like the scrim like practice environment thing where they'd be like, yeah, we don't want to like have anyone sit in because we might leak our strats i'm like bitch what are you talking about you're getting busy getting rolled on king's row playing like fucking like sombra cassidy into like the fucking may rush comp you know like you're just like you're not 
Like, yeah, it, people uh, someone... used to have such a huge... St- Remember preseason debacle? All the preseason debacles we had with every Overwatch League were like... And we're like, oh, we're going to have a preseason. And all the teams are like, oh, we don't care. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but like, but we have to... Pre- we can't leak our strats. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, your strats? Like, you're you're doing the same shit as everybody else. You're all trying to fucking conform to the cookie-cutter meta. That's going to happen. Like, it's... You're just... You don't have... Like, half these guys don't have any fucking strats anyways. They're just playing the same goddamn game. Someone like, someone replied it, to me, and God bless their soul. Like, they're not alone in this, so I'm not going to point them out. I'm not going to name them. But they were like, oh, but, you know, what happens? We'll never have a big bamboozle again. And I'm like, how many big bamboozles have we had? Okay. One! How many? We had one! <laughs> ever! <laughs> in five years of Overwatch League! Yeah. Can't scrim so, that anyway. If you were trying to do a great bamboozle, you couldn't even show that in scrims. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. reveal... You late. couldn't show it in scrims, maybe, mm-hmm. like, once or twice. Like, the point being is that, like... The people used to have a way bigger stick up their ass about. I, I think players now and like teams at this point have gone to the point where like, okay, like we don't have to be extremely turbo serious twenty four seven about it, I especially mean, at this stage. But they have done this a year before because last year when I was trying to get into scrims to legitimately learn a new fucking game, it was so hard at the start. All these teams are turning me down. Shanghai still never let me in. They were the only team that that never actually let me in. And some teams, like the team manager, wouldn't allow me in. But then the coach was like, "Fuck it, just come anyway." I was Hangzhou Spark. Um, and in this year, it's like, oh, he, everyone's just leaking codes now. Boss Uprise just throwing out a code. I'm like, what? Fuck, what's going on? Not last year, they, like everyone was so guarded about, it. and then this year, no one cares. It's crazy. I think people. I think it's just for, and this is like an issue with like competitive esports in some degree, where it's like I remember we had that discussion of like. Well, we had like this is tangential it's not related to this at all but like essentially have you ever heard the saying it's like i protected my peace too much and now my life is boring and by protecting your peace it essentially means you don't do anything you're just like taking yourself way too fucking seriously and that's like the issue with a lot of the teams is that like they just took it way too fucking seriously when you could use it for content and just to have fun and stuff like that when like and let the league capitalize on certain things like preseason for example because, yeah. you know, like I said, all the teams be like, no, nah, we're not going to fucking do preseason because we can't leak our compositions. It's like, bitch, the season hasn't started. The meta's not locked in. Like, you guys are just starting to screw. Like, you guys could play a fucking preseason, you know? And it doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't matter. You And it's also because half halfway through the year, or not even halfway through the year, halfway through stage one, half you bitches are all going to be playing the same exact shit over and over and over again, playing the exact same thing because you just all conform to the cookie cutter meta. Which is and like and and you in that direction anyways and you're not doing anything that exciting like you're just playing the same shit anyways like because like ninety percent of the game Overwatch and all esports is fixing the fundamental mistakes like you're not fucking setting up the exec on a site hitting the perfect smoke with the molly like there's no like preset plays like at the same like it's not the exact same shit like you just you're you're just polishing your mistakes the majority of the time so I'm like you it is I, a blessing I just, it really it is. is a it's blessing nice. because we approach every off season with like okay. So the league has said to us at least, like, okay, so we're going to do content, like, all this shit. Obviously, you're, like, signed till this day or whatever. We're going to do some shit. It's going to be great. And then we'll do some stuff for preseason, which will, like, hype up the season. And it really never ends up happening. I mean, I guess you can count. Do you count Pro-Am as, like, preseason stuff? Because technically I count Pro-Am this year season, as preseason. Right? I yeah, count so, like, this is, yeah. this is the first time we've had, like, a, oh, the season starts here. We have a Pro-Am which is very different from what we've ever done, including tier two, which is obviously extremely exciting. Um, but in previous years, we've not really had anything of that. And there's still like a giant gap. Um, obviously, Johnny, I think you can kind of speak to this Navarro as well. It's a bit of FOMO when you see a lot of other esports kind of starting already. And like, oh, Valorant start. Oh, League of Legends. Uh, yeah. Oh, like uh, Rocket League. Oh, um, oh, Rainbow Six. And like, I'm watching Rainbow Six a lot at the moment. Like, 
and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I want to be casting. Like, I want to be seeing, like, cool games. I want to be fucking, like, you know, seeing what the better is and shit. But obviously, we don't have that. With these scrim codes, I think Connor's right. You can definitely capitalize them on some way. You know, maybe not monetarily, but maybe. But even just, like, viewership-wise and, like, content and, like, shit out there. Fuck Hey, yeah. Josh, you want to go cast like, some scrim codes after this? Yeah, cast some scrim. Honestly? Yeah, like, fuck it, man. Let's get some fucking casting, bro. I'm sick and tired of fucking waiting around. All right, let's boot up some fucking custom games. We'll get one motherfucker to do obzing. We'll jump in a fucking Discord call and we'll, we'll do some shit, bro. Who wants to do stats? I don't give a we shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just get someone to observe for us real quick and then fucking we're, we're off to the fucking boot race. The we'll, just, we'll just do the classic fucking observe ourselves back from like 2016, you know? Like, fuck it, man. Like, it, it, it is fun. It, Solomon, it is extremely exciting to this. see. Yeah, like, it, it, for fans, too, it's like, whoa, the season is over. Like, what the fuck do we do? Oh, the scrim codes? Let's fucking look. Let's have a look at fucking someone's stream that's watching the scrim codes. Like, it's it's good content. This has revealed, which was to no surprise to anybody, which is slightly backtracking the conversation a little bit, is like, yeah, what what is going on in the preseason? Our offseason is once again so long that we're resorting to scrim... Actually, scrim but we're only the second... Long, we're the second shortest off season of all time. But it's though, still too. It's still too long. <laughs> yeah, it is still I mean, too long, though. Remember, even though, <laughs> even though it's like the second shortest. It's like, bro, it, <laughs> if this is the second shortest, that that's that says a lot. That really says a lot. That the longest the was six shortest. months, right? Am I, the longest was, was like six months. Yeah, so you're that was twenty twenty to the pro am, right? Twenty twenty. You're not counting the start of Overwatch League or like the league. I'm counting. I feel like Pro Am should count towards the start because Pro Am is count integrated yeah. count into Overwatch League. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 It should yeah. count as the start. All right. Yep. Um, also, I'm gonna, I have another point on this one. I have a formal final point. This is more so. I hate Scrimbucks. I hate, I hate yeah. the Scrimbucks <laughs> thing. Yeah. So, because yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, we've already brought, we've had this, we've had this joking fight with Yiska, and it still is a joke for the most part. Like, we love I'm like, ooh, Scrimbucks is like, Scrimbucks are like, they're, they're super, well, it's mostly I hate it for the conversations I think this Scrimbucks narrative have built, where it's like, okay, last year Scrimbucks beat us in preseason predictions, right? They did. Okay. Year before we beat Scrimbucks, right? And then, like, going forward, it's there's personal. a conversation we had. I think the interesting, I think, no, it's more so, I hate the Scrimbucks thing because it feels like it's like we've gone to these things like, hmm, where the Scrimbucks said this and yet you predated against the Scrimbucks. Hmm. It's like, well, what the fuck's even the point of like having a brain if you're just going to watch scrims and whoever wins, you just like say like that's the better team for the rest of the year. Like, I don't even like I don't get it. Like, but there's an interesting conversation to be built off that of like our scrim. If Scrimbucks continue to be the best, like scrim results could be the best predictor of results. What does that mean? Right. Does that mean that the game has been solved? Does that mean that we just had such concentrated amount of talent that the teams that you know consistently perform the best and crush their practices are the best teams now because like they just concentrate on talent? I think there's an interesting conversation to be had of that because like for example, if we go off Scrimbucks, London season one was about to fucking disband and then they won the league. You know, <laughs> like so like it's just the point being there is that like I'm interested. I think there's an interesting conversation to be had about the narrative of like where we get with Scrimbucks, but I hate this being like. This sort of smugness that's inserted is like, well, if you have listened to the Scrimbox, then you would have been you would have been a master analyst like myself. And I'm like, but you're not even analyzing anything. You're just seeing someone win the scrim block. You know, it's like, oh, they did really well in scrim, so they're gonna be the best. It's like, okay, well, like, let's just fucking how about we just like honestly just have chat GPT like be like an analyst bot and they read the scrim results and then like everyone else just loses their jobs because like what's the point, you know? But there is something interesting to be said about like 
what does this mean? If scrim bucks are, are if, if the people that do the best in scrims are consistently performing the best now, does this mean now because we have such a concentrated amount of talent because the because of the lack of resources that this is what we're going to expect going forward? There's an interesting conversation to be had there. But I, mean, I just find it boring as shit. It's an entertainment product. It's an entertainment product. I mean, it's boring I, I think, as fuck. I think, I think it's important here. I think, you, you know, we, 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 maybe we're reading a bit too much into it. But I, I no, I, this is just like, my this is just me ranting at random Twitter. But users. I think it's not I, even like directly. You know, if you want to, if you want to be a market maker for the Screenbox Exchange, like you, you're you're not going through these replays just like, well, I looked at Atlanta versus San Francisco Shock, and therefore I have uh, rated San Francisco Shock a little bit higher than Atlanta because they beat them in two scrims. It's like, you know, I think when someone like Yiska does the Screenbox Exchange, he's actually like an insider where he's talking to teams he's getting the opinion of a lot of different people within the league and then putting those opinions together and so i think it's a different approach so you know we're joking that this is the, the screen box you know and we're seeing the vods and everything but i think yiska approaches it a little bit different and so i actually think it has some merit to it where he actually it's it's more so based on like what the teams think and like his his i guess Avril's laughing because he's done tactical crouch with this guy. Uh, I, no, no, I've, I've, I'm about to say something. Okay. I'm not this laughing. Is... I don't think I don't find it fun because it's boring. Okay, that's my number one complaint. It's boring. It's working it's boring. though. I can't. I can't be like, oh, scream. But it's suck. boring. <laughs> it's boring. We're an entertainment pro. It's fucking boring. My realization about all this Scrimbucks leaks and all this stuff is like, you know, the entire Scrimbucks stock ex exchange. All these leaks is basically like. This is the Robin Hood app of, of the Scrimbucks Stock Exchange. It's just available for everybody now. It used to be this elitist closed off thing. You'd have your own little Scrimbucks Stock Exchange, all this hidden information. You had to be an insider to know. And now and now the whole public, you know, your every man Overwatch fan now has access to scrims. What's going on? The entire market's Dude, crashing. We've it's decentralized. It's FB it. again. No, it's better than that. We've decentralized. Okay. I just Finally, threw a in now. Bit, I no Bitcoin's at the top. Up. Bitcoin wishes it could do. <laughs> what the scrimbox have done it wishes it could decentralize <laughs> like scrimbox i literally 50 minutes ago somebody in my discord was like i think now's a good time to buy vegas stocks and i'm like dude like people are buying puts they're buying fucking calls on vegas eternal it's just i i think it's fun i i actually do agree with you there Avril. i think that's a good point i think the amount of scrimbox i think the amount of scrim information out there where it's become less like a shadowy cabal of scrim results and like people can just kind of like look at it that's a lot more fun and it's content you know that's, now everyone that's now everyone can be part of the scrimbox i agree that is fun fun for the whole family now going back to one of your points so vast i do think it's interesting that like the talent in contenders and collegiate and this pro am is going to be so juicy so i mean this tweet that i showed you just like you know again it's one map but like this tweet is just uh maryville just like destroying the glads on uh on, on push and so you know i haven't even watched a freaking replay and it's it's one it's one map i haven't even seen how it went down but but just like silly stuff like this where it's like it's a full cap collegiate and contenders teams are like legitimately on par with you know almost like the bottom half of the overwatch league in the in the west it's like absurd well it's um, bottom half now heard it here first <laughs> yeah there we go glad's what? bottom half oh well that was a glad scrim code so. oh my god <laughs> you yeah. said bottom half of owl that was a glad scrim code <laughs> Holy shit. glad's I mean, officially bottom half I, I need to double check am i wrong is glad's is glad's bottom of bottom half uh, of the western that's region? what you said that's what you, you said you, you laugh now slip that one you out. laugh now okay how many teams I'm, do i have I'm, 13 i'm holding back the tears behind the laughter 12, that's what 13. i'm doing it's the only way i can stop myself Houston, from crying boston atlanta shock Toronto. Uh, yeah, then it gets a bit iffy. Okay, they're top did, half. They're did, top did Maryville half. qualify for Prime? Or did they even try? Well, I don't. Are they Pretty part sure of it or Maryville not? Maryville did. You want to pivot to they the got, Pro M stuff? They're gonna be. 
Well, I'm just asking, like, sure. if they're if this is a team that's like taking down Glads, are they are they going to be in the pro am or not? Uh, we can we can pivot to the pro am discussion because they actually all the teams uh, are yes, finalized. Yes, they did. They did qualify. Yeah, I remember they did because they qualified okay. because they have the villains on there. They have um <laughs> the CJ. The they villains, have CJ and Vega, yeah. right? They have the villains. And isn't isn't CJ rumored for Valiant? I don't. I'm not pivoting it again, but I'm just saying like that. that goes. You're, ju you're jumping ahead, but yes. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. So uh, we got Saints, Trick Room, Redbird, Timeless, Wisp, Twisted Minds, and Team Peps. Uh, we'll be competing in the pro am against some of these uh, Overwatch League teams. Um, yeah, which is fun. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, uh, we'll do next week. Next week, I think we'll do like a full kind of preview thing. And we'll talk about all the teams in depth. We didn't actually plan to talk about the Pro-Am teams because I wanted to do that next week and we can discuss all the Pro-Am teams. Uh, we can even do a bracket if we want to. Uh, or I guess, I mean, it's groups and then bracket. But still, uh, we can do some predictions and stuff. So uh, we have lots to talk about today. We have three team previews coming up today as well. But mm -hmm. we'll do the Pro-Am stuff next week. How's that sound, guys? Sound good? I'm looking forward That's to it good. anyway. Yeah. Um, Saints looking kind of nasty, and people are like, people like hate loving Saints because of uh, Vega and CJ. So that's that's pretty funny. That's a good story too. Um, all right, where are we going next? Right. Uh, we... Oh, Saints is Maryville. I just figured that out. Yeah, yeah anyway, Saints sorry. is Maryville. Yeah. yeah. So Saints is Maryville. we 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 kind of hinted already with the skins. Uh, <clears throat> Chengdu Hunters. What is going on, guys? <laughs> Like, oh, Chengdu Hunters are disbanded. Should I and start? I, I legitimately thought that that meant that, like, their owner co company went, like, bankrupt or something. That's not the case at all. Like, Huya is doing fine. But I think... I like, don't know if you could say they're doing well, fine. Well, Huya got hammered, to be fair. They did get hammered. They're not really doing fine, but they're... All I don't right, think I'm Huya... pulling up the Yahoo fi Finance page. Okay, let's do that. Well, they're still, they, they still alive. The like, underlying, they... you know... They're not bankrupt, economic right? Economic factors with the company, right? Look at SVB, for example, like we were saying before. All right. Here, Holy here shit, who bought? Oh, man. November. November was about here? two. Now it's around it's four. It's right doubled. It's doubled since November, guys. It went what, up what to was six. It? What was it a year ago, though? Uh, Five years. Uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that five-year trend is not looking good. <laughs> this is when Chengdu Hunters joined the Overwatch League. <laughs> uh well they're, they're doing pretty bad uh that's one way to put so, it we first of all we don't have let's let's clear out the facts real quick we no one no one has real confirmation yet at least publicly uh until sean or somebody comes out and says well, there's a public statement but what we do know is the socials have been dead for a while apparently that uh Chengdu Hunter's jersey for 2023. That wasn't even from the org. That was from a designer who used to work for the team or something like that. The one that we added to our jersey reviews, right? Mm -hmm. So that isn't even official, apparently. Uh, there's been no... The, the craziest thing is, despite all the rumors and leaks around different rosters going, um, we've heard nothing about Chengdu. Zero. Nothing at all. Yeah. We've heard at least something about basically every other team. That includes New York. That includes now even including Valiant. Valiant. God's sake. So like, nothing, still nothing about Chengdu. Um, Jimmu has he's declared publicly that he does not have a team. So at the very minimum, Chengdu could have just re-signed him. Like I'm sure Jimmu would have re-signed for a minimum rather than being teamless. So it just seems like they are literally not going to be fielding a team this year, which I originally thought would have been impossible. It's like no, they got to field the team. They're like 
legally required to. Um, I don't even know how they'd be able to back out contractually and just like, nope, not doing anything. Like, are we are we really just going to function with only 19 I, teams? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't, I I don't even know well. if that's real. Can that like, even happen? Then I was like, if the, if Chengdu theoretically like didn't, it just like didn't give a fuck and didn't fulfill their obligations, would like Overwatch League like pursue legal action? Like, what would they do? It'd be within their rights to pursue. I mean, pursue what, legal action. Like, what, laugh. what do you do laugh. if Chengdu were just like, ah, we're not, we're not playing. Sorry. Like, what do you do? Because I know, I, I don't know. I, I'm fairly certain a team, if you were to back out, the, one of the ways you could back out is to declare bankruptcy and be like, we literally, we, we, our, our company's kaput. We're done. But I don't think they've declared bankruptcy yet. It's just not looking good, but I don't think they would declare bankruptcy yet. So I, they clearly don't have money. But then you look at situations where other teams didn't have money and still just cobbled together something. I'm looking at the Valiant, obviously. Um, and well, to be we fair, had... they just didn't pay their players. So, like, if you do that, it works. If they get a bunch of unpaid laborers, I mean, they... anything is possible. Well, the... I think I think it was that was more LGE. Yeah, Lingani Esports fucked up somewhere. I, I think Immortal still put money out. In, in any case, even even if we go along that, like this year, they they like Valiant are running a team. We don't know. Immortals are still in it i don't know who's operating we can get to the valiant topic later but maybe not even this week because we're not previewing them um but my point is is like valiant are still despite what would now be like what three years ago they ditched na to go to apac they come back to na they're still functional they're still operating a team chengdu is just what it looks like again no official confirmation it looks like is they've just legitimately backed out and this will be the first year if that is actually what's happening that we're going to only having 19 teams which i didn't again i didn't think was possible but here we are god i hope no one's done vo already fuck me can you imagine doing the vo there are 20 well you have to redo that line now there are 19 teams <laughs> in the overwatch league uh, <laughs> dude oh, it, what if if chungdu's disbands i wonder where the money goes for the chungdu skins if people bought them because technically you're supposed to get a split for the order the so like, divided by the other 19 give it to the rest yeah just just it just I mean, becomes rev share it's a good faith yeah fuck it why not yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, I think, I mean, because also I've been keeping track. There's like this one account that posts like all the Weibo like posts of like the Chinese players and like what they're doing. And like, you know, the, the like Jinmu and them, like I've been seeing stuff from like Jinmu and like, uh, I think mostly like a lot of Jinmu content because he streams a lot and like translated content. And like, he seems very unbothered, moisturized in his lane, honestly. <laughs> but like, at the same time, I, it doesn't seem like he's doing shit. <laughs> It, it seems like he's just like hanging out streaming so and i would is imagine if there was going to be viewers? i don't know i don't know what a stream streaming like. a game that's not even available in his country anymore I, yeah I don't even he's know. just hey yeah. I, I don't know if he streams overwatch particularly but like the no, thing he does is that, like he, he does, oh, does he? Overwatch. how does he do it if it's not available well he's obviously playing on whatever the same vpns that everyone else is playing on to play overwatch <laughs> on korean servers I mean, is what he's I doing see. People okay. are streaming gambling, gambling. So he's just, he's just pretending. So, so he's, no, no, but the difference is like streaming, you know, illegally on Twitch and the NA is a little bit different than streaming a game. That I, yeah, I, guess China, so. I don't right? know it's the like legalities are. I don't have no idea. Yeah. But, he, he but I mean, he could just care. be pretending. He's like, I'm in Korea. I'm in the PC bog right now, guys. Don't you know? My ping is just because re I don't know. It's a bug in the game. Don't worry about that. It's, you know, yeah, 70 okay. ping, but I'm in Korea. But you would think a Chengdu roster, if they were to rebuild at this point, would include Jinmu. Probably. It would. It probably. Yeah, because yeah. there's no reason to not get him. And like, you haven't heard shit from any of the other players. But here's the other problem. There's like, there's there's a new team in um, I, oh, I already forgot their name. And Contenders Pacific is back, 
and there's a couple of Chinese teams in there, and one of them is uh, it's got like a Pritter and stuff, but it's got like Kaneki, a Pritter. I think they're called is it Varel? No, that's the wrong team. What are they? Called? I know the team you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Roads. Exactly they're the called Roads. They're called Roads. And um, yeah, this Roads team has a Pritter Pineapple 800 Recall Coldest Kaneki. These guys could have all been on Chengdu. So Chengdu's not getting Jinmu. They're not getting any of those guys who are available. They're not getting anyone. Like, he, he, all signs point to they're just not going to have a team. And there's also this... I, again, I've noted where this rumor came from. Could just be Source made it the fuck up. The other rumor is like, Apex's been delayed. It's like, I don't know how credible yeah. that is. But that's now just in the ether. And it's delayed because of Chengdu. It's in the ether, but it like, you know... It's not even worth talking about because we generally have no idea. But you know, like we. Oh, Brent's not here to stop me, so I'm gonna. No, I'm just <laughs> Maybe yeah. Chengdu Hunters just like here's our roster, guys, to announce it tomorrow. Like I have no fucking idea. We we're just talking about rumors. It's very possible considering this, the but... program, which is essentially the unofficial a uh, slash official start of the league, starts in what two weeks? A week and four days around or there. So like I mean, you know, this, you would yeah. hope there'd be there'd One be some news. <laughs> Soon. What's the what's the uh, deadline? What's, what's the deadline again? Like Apex. The roster deadline was yesterday. Roster deadline was yesterday. So they, so, they had, so they would have already had to have a team now by now. But, so but also to... all the teams that are participating still haven't announced their fucking rosters. Obviously, that doesn't mean they don't have players. They just haven't announced. New York them. and Valiant. So yeah. New York Valiant. I mean, like I think that, there's a ton of teams that only have like five players still that they haven't officially announced a six yet. So like. I mean, the, the deadline isn't necessarily you have to announce that day. You just have to have the players. So, like, exactly, who knows? Yeah. Like, theoretically, there could be... There could be... The only, up... Theoretically, it doesn't even have to announce it. They can just go play. Like, yeah. social <laughs> media obligation is not in the contract. So, like... Do they have a social uh, yeah. media manager? No idea. Don't know. Don't know. I From the rumors I've heard on that front, I'm... I don't think they do. So, so here's a... Here's a... Uh, kind of, like, a sad silver lining. But the only silver lining from this Chengdu hunter situation... Is that a more deserving contenders team who gives a shit could just replace them this year? And this is the only year where that's possible. If this happened last year, it would have been big fucking trouble. Yeah. Yeah. But this so you year, can argue because that's, that's part of this year, because we are including contenders and specifically contenders' career is fucking strong. Like, at least we're going to have a reasonable replacement for Chengdu. So, like, you know, all hope is not lost, but still, it's really bad if Chengdu don't have yeah. a team this year and they just they've bowed out. I just hope it doesn't set a precedent. Uh, yeah, because Immortals is like, why the fuck are we still here? Can we can we bounce as well? We've been trying to leave for three years. I mean, yeah. at this point, they're essentially like, there comes a point where like, why challenge to even have a legal battle when like you're gonna spend essentially negligible money in the grand scheme of things to not have a legal battle? Like putting on like a full minimum roster where you don't have like a coach and you might not have any staff is essentially the equivalent of like, we're just gonna pay this like. Who who knows, like $300,000 or something or less a year to probably less because let's see. No, actually about, yeah, 300. Like 300K if you had like six players on five, on 50K, you could just pay 300K a year to not have a legal battle with Activision Blizzard, you know? Which is like, you know, you could argue and maybe you have an asset that you could theoretically flip still, which is like chump change in the grand scheme of like organizations that generally have multiple million, tens of millions they're working with typically. I think Obviously I think if Overwatch League goes game. over, if they go after Huya, Huya's just like we're broke. Sorry, can't pay you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, well, I mean, also, what broke. are they gonna we're like? What are they gonna yeah. do? Like, they can't. Like, obviously, you can still international disputes can be settled, but at the end of the day, like, it's up to it's still up to like the the government at the national level to be like, you will give them the money, you know? Because yeah. like, there's nothing that you can realistically do to defeat the sovereignty of a nation uh, as a business. 
Unless you have like a bunch of private mercenaries to go raid the CEO's <laughs> HQ. <laughs> so, they could have that. It's possible. It's possible they could have the, uh, the Activision Chinese soil squad. Yeah, they could do that. Well, Send be, some yeah, mercenaries and... independent. But I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's anything that we have any distinct concrete things. But I mean, theoretically, that a Preta team could be good enough to just replace Chengdu. They could be new Chengdu. Pro am. No. Sorry, who? The the team with the Preta. Uh, they would have to make it through all the all the qualifications to get in, and it's That's a good uh, could team be... though. The roster's good. Uh, it could be. I mean, because they're playing in the new APAC region, which they they'll probably be one of the better teams in there. I suppose that they'll get through that. But once you reach the 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 quote unquote more open part of the qualifier, we have to fight up against the uh the contenders teams. Uh, it was meant to be. I can't. I should know the rules better than I currently do. I can't remember, I'm trying to remember how many teams from contenders actually make it into um, the Overwatch League in the in the regular season portion. It's not a lot, but it'd be one more now than it was before. And you're assuming O2 Blast is definitely going to get one of those. So, I mean, shit's really competitive. It's very competitive for those teams once you're up against the contenders career, guys. Yeah, not good. Not good stuff, huh? Um, but the Chengdu, the Chengdu uh, jersey, though, was fire. When it was revealed, the I thought it was like one of the best. Exist. Yeah, the jersey <laughs> we'll never get is was actually fire, but I so unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. we'll never see that. Yeah, uh, I'm or trying to find this contenders info too, but I'm I'm really I'm really struggling. Yeah, I'm just going to the blog post now. I'll just quickly read over it. I'm sure it'll say in there somewhere. Yeah, that that will that'll be fire though. To find out when those teams. Uh, let's uh, let's pivot to the LA Valiant because I mean. It's not announced, but let's just talk about it because I don't even know if it'll be announced. You know, usually we wait for teams to announce their actual rosters, but I don't even know if they'll be announced. So uh, it seems pretty confirmed that the Valiant roster is going to be Crowley. Can you read it out? Okay, yeah. Crowley, N2S, Seeker, Liar, CJ, and Paintbrush, who will be a sixth sub and coach. So they're doing a player coach thing to round out their six roster spots for the LA Valiant. So... Outlaws, then? Sorry? Which, by the way, is not the first time the LA Valley have done this. No, MVM was technically one of those before. He didn't play, oh, but he, he, yeah. took that, he took that... He took the player spot as a coach. It's been done before yeah. by the Valiant. Yeah, how did, so... Hadn't MVM only played, like, the last competitive game of Overwatch he played was, like, 2016 or something ridiculous? Something like that. I something remember, crazy like that, yeah. Yeah, something ridiculous like that. This is the season that Jake's been waiting for. This is this is his opportunity to be a sixth man that's capable of flexing and coaching at the same time. No, because Jake already. doesn't want to do he doesn't want to do that shit anymore. Jake, <laughs> this is the this is the realest possibility for someone like if you're a sixth man, you could realistically sub in like this year. But like Jake, yeah. he's done with that shit. He's he's out of that life. He's he he's did that in 2021. It. To be fair, yeah. and then last year was the year that he was like, okay, I'm a coach now. Probably uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Roster is. It's interesting. I've also heard. I've also heard that theoretically, Paintbrush is like working another job while being the sixth man for this team. So like he's okay. going. He's to also be the like... team cook. What is he? He's doing Heidi's job. <laughs> no, no, no. He's like working as a like a coder. Like he has a CS job. <laughs> so he's working oh, like yeah. a nine to five. <laughs> he's he's showing up as the coach for this team. So that implies to me either they're like not scrimming or they're like only doing it at like two blocks a night type of thing or like or paintbrush is actually on the Sigma male grind set. 
where like he's gonna be like working nine to five and then he'll just like scrim he'll like sit in the scrims for like two two three two or three blocks every night or something to like, be fair, we I, always say, like, make sure you have a backup, like, you know, does, your playing career isn't going to last forever, etc. Does he still stream? Hey, CS crew, baby. I don't know how so, he possibly has the time to stream. I, mean, if he's I was going to say, I was like, what's this guy doing? He's no coaching, way. playing, streaming, but he's, and coding? But he's like the most secure, most secure Overwatch League player right now. This guy's working two jobs. He's got his real job in the back pocket. Like, honestly, everyone should be, that's the power of remote work. Everyone should be working two jobs. That's the, the grind set. That's the Sigma that's male the grind set. I think it's soul motivator. The soul motivator of uh, Paintbrush coming back to be six man and a coach while working a real time job is to get revenge on Decay Fuck. after the 2020 jail debacle where uh, Dude, Decay the held the hostage on well, the Dallas field. Fuck it. Just yeah, get him on, get get him him on three every jobs. single role. Also, I do not know, once again, this is a rumor, so literally no idea if that's correct, but it is funny as fuck and 100% uh, fits with the roster. So I'm sure Paintbrush will tell us himself because he's been on Reddit vehemently arguing with people about stuff. He's just been like trolling on Reddit about. He's like Paintbrush has been on the Reddit threads, like and you know, like knowing Paintbrush, like he's a hundred percent on this team. He's trolling like fucking crazy. He's definitely doing it. Matt, and it's funny as fuck. I'll let you know when we all sign. I love how it's like, <laughs> yeah, we, we might be the Valiant, but we need to sign contracts first. I don't oh, think they will so have, funny. I don't know if they will have a social media person, honestly. They might just go into the, the league and like It'll just be play brush. because like they, they have six players. One of them's the player coach and the coach is working another job, supposedly. So, oh my God. And like this roster also is like, you know, another not very good roster. Like it's not like the roster is like, the who worst put thing this ever together? I but... want to know, like, who put this together? I don't know. I don't know who's putting... I don't know who the GM... Like, it, unless like they got it, Paintbrush it, to be it, the GM coach. Is it like fucking VCT franchising? Used to be like a PowerPoint. Just like, this is our roster. This is what we want to do. Please sign us. No, but they still put the roster for those were still created by an actual GM, right? So I don't know if there is a GM at Valiant or if, like, Paintbrush built the roster or if it's, like, a random organizational employee that's just, like, found the agents, you know? I have no clue. By the way, there's there's a problem here as well. Because CJ's on Saints for Pro Am. But yes. don't the Valiant also have to play in the Pro Am? <laughs> that would oh, be the ultimate. I'm leaving Saints now when we qualify. But the thing is, that would be the he is officially received. We have the streamer awards. It's now time for the Overwatch League Awards, and he's receiving the Homie Hopper Award. CJ, <laughs> you're getting the first Homie Hopper Award uh for hopping multiple teams. He was allowed them. to be on. Like <laughs> I just can't. I mean, that is actually, I hadn't thought about that. that. That's kind of fucked up. That's, that's kind of insane. But you know what? Who even cares? He hasn't cares? signed yet. He hasn't and, signed yet. You know, we'll see if the contract comes in. But like, but like do we really care anymore, man? Like, is it, do we really care? Like, I've, after, after this point, I'm like, yeah. I'm just saying you know? there's, a, there's an inconsistency here where you got players on this Valiant <laughs> team who are also on other teams of the pro app. Like, how does that work? I'm excited to Remember, see it. Entertainment product. Don't fucking care what the entertainment is as long as it's funny. Then a. Hey, well, there is definitely know, a line. A bit. This would be my line. Typically, like I, leaking really? scrim codes voluntarily, I'd be like, okay, that's fun. Like teams can do whatever. Like they were too stuck about it. Blatant conflict of interest <laughs> of two player competing on two different teams. That is um kind of fucking absurd. <laughs> that's you know that's a little bit up there. I'd still put it behind Valiant not paying people. Though obviously, okay, not Valiant, but LGE not paying people. A little bit behind that, but I would also say that's pretty fucking bad. So yeah, wh where is this on the Overwatch League iceberg? How deep are we going with this? <laughs> that's pretty League. honestly, it's, it's pretty, it's up there. I'd say it's up there. We have never had a situation where a player has competed on two different teams theoretically in the same tournament against each other. 
Yeah, I mean that's why Paintbrush is signed, right? So that Paintbrush can fill the there goes spot when he's fucking playing on the other team, and then <laughs> at the know, then we get some, level, at least. Yeah, and then we get some throwing happening. Oh, whoa! I used a beat by whoa. That sucks, actually. No, that's crazy when they play against each other. You know. Well, the thing is, how would they even compete without CJ? Like, would Paintbrush sub in and play? That's, that that's what match? I'm saying. Yeah. 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 He would sub in for CJ. CJ would go and play on the <laughs> on the other team, and then hey, like whoa, a little bit of collusion there, maybe. Maybe a little collusion. Yeah. I think I would say this is like a mid tier iceberg potentially, depending on how it's resolved. There's definitely far worse tips of the iceberg than that but yeah. that's a that's a mid-tier this is like a the stabilizer of the, of the I, iceberg i thought this pro-am thing would be like a fun little preseason thing and it'd be like oh you know we got contender teams playing the overwatch league teams it it seems like the way it's going with like scrim codes and like contenders players like taking it personally and like loving beating overwatch league teams and like the the malfell like hate campaign that's going on it's just like this might turn into a legitimately like fucking bloodbath next weekend with like the pro which is so fucking fun it's, it's fun it's as incredible fun. this it's might, awesome it's good content i mean if if like gladiators like bomb out pretty early out of groups or something and meanwhile you got like redbird and saints like going deep and like valiance all over the place vegas all over the place. this might oh my god this might just like I see as hell. kill the scene or not the scene but the the league just like wait, sorry we don't care about no we're gonna get anymore. more viewership what? than ever yeah, because everyone's gonna be yeah. interested no i everyone's didn't mean it like that i didn't mean kill the like viewership i meant like the validity of like overwatch league teams because the contenders teams bro just that's go, like... been dead for a while all right like, come all right. on, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay. Okay. okay all right fair enough all right uh <laughs> Chad, this is such a silly bad. fucking episode. You guys want to talk about Fleta Tank and DM support? Let's go! <laughs> Dude, I lost my goddamn mind. I woke up to this and I was like, oh, Fleta, he's a tank player. And then I was like, oh, DM support. But the worst part, the worst part with this, fucking my man Gangnam Jin is back on Lucio. A goddamn, <laughs> he has to be back on Lucio for this team. He's fucking, I can't believe this man. They're All murdering right. my guy out there. All right. They're Let's murdering him. Sorry, we flat up. Here, here's the, here's the, here's the text for you. He was the one to bring the dragons back from the cliff edge. He is the player we are too familiar with. He is our <laughs> Mr. Key. <laughs> In season 2023, Fleta will keep wearing the red jersey, be the toughest dragon blade, and break through with the dragons. Let's welcome Fleta. <laughs> With the oh. dragon blade, you're not pulling dragon blade. He's a fucking tank player. What are they saying? He's the toughest what, what dragon blade. Smoking? What's, what blood smoke? The primal man? blade. Come on, bro. Primal, the, the primal, primal blade. blade. Primal blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is this is off the goop. So they announced this, and they they they, they did like five announcements in like ten minutes. Like Washington yeah. Justice would have lost their mind if they saw this. You reckon they were trying uh, to hide the DM one? <laughs> they were just trying to hide it in amongst the rest. They were like, uh, oh, look at all these other players. Like the, I didn't see it initially. They did a good job. I did not see the DM announcement yeah. initially, so I I missed it. Yeah, it's got Viper and a Hisu as your damage. I uh, got Gangnam Jin as you said. Uh, DM slip that one in there. DM. Hey, what's, what's up? the last DM's announcement as, as your support? Yesterday, once more, he created a legend named One Shoot, One Kill. Nowadays, he's ready to win the battle again. Let's welcome back our old friend DM. All the fights that we've been through still feel like yesterday. After a short-term separation, he's going to wear the same jersey as before. Here we go. DM support separation. I the English translation of this sounds like a, a couple that had time apart and then like came back together. After a short-term <laughs> separation, they've reconciled and they've come back together. You know, the best part about this DM announcement is that I saw some legitimate comments where people thought 
that he would be the Lucio player and Gangnam Jin was on flex support. No, fuck <laughs> yeah, no. Imagine that. Be that, would, again. that would be the oh. only thing worse. Like, DM just goes from Watermaker to Lucio. Like, that's his career Disgusting. trajectory. doesn't even make it's sense. It's still like, bad. There's no... <laughs> neither option is good. It's so fucking maddening. Because honestly, Flutter going to tank, I'm not going to say it's a good move, but like, it could work. It work. could theoretically yeah. work. Yeah. Uh, but like Gonam Jin being on fucking Lucio again and DM's yeah, goddamn flex support. Like, what is I'm Moon cooking? Ice. Yeah, dude, and this also means that it's fate is probably unless fate is gonna be because how many how many players do they have signed at this point for Shanghai? Is that this five? Is five. Is that, oh, so fate could theoretically still be on this team. Yeah, to round well, out. Would, but so so here's here's the craziest of the rumored leak game so far this offseason. It used to be, you know, again uh in this in the scrimbuck stock exchange to use that analogy again. Now it's just open to the public. Anyone, everyone's a leaker now. I'm seeing like. These, these accounts I've never heard of before start yeah. leaking stuff, and some of them are accurate. I saw on on Reddit randomly, like uh, normally from some people. Like, There's no way I would trust this. It's just some rando on Reddit who the hell believes this. It's not from any of the credible people, but it legitimately leaked to this entire roster plus Fate. They said Fate was on here as well, and they even leaked the roles. They, this person on Compo W even said, "Yeah, Flitter by the way is on tank, and DMs on support." They leaked that accurately as well. I don't know how the fuck they knew that. But they also they, they included Fate in the leak, and Fate didn't get announced, but he was part of the leak. So there is a I mean. mole in the Discord, in like some Discord somewhere. There is a mole that is just leaking all of these things. Yeah, but you wouldn't get the roles that way. Accounts. Like if you were in the Discord, you wouldn't get the roles. It's so weird. I mean, may I don't know, maybe like this is someone uh, who saw the scrims, he, he, someone who yeah, had probably. access to be yeah. able to see yeah. a scrim. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and and but if anyone says oh, I was a leaked scrim code, no, Shanghai have had no scrim codes leaked. I can't wait to see those, bro. I can't wait to see those. It'd be funny. I'd love to see Dude, the Shanghai DM Dragons versus back? Korean Typhoon scrim codes. Hey, what if they come back and DM's just an absolute freak of nature? When was the last time DM played? I don't even know. Good question. Don't know. <laughs> his last he barely game? played his last season, didn't he? Uh, he was like kind of washed. He really hasn't gotten much. Ex extensive playtime because it was they were trying yeah. to figure out the situation between him and Lip, but the thing is, Lip is just Lip better. Pinched him so fast, like, yeah, Lip is so quick. much better. It's not that DM was necessarily. I don't think DM was even that bad when he got playtime. It's just Lip is just um, functionally so much better. Why do I recall like DM not being that good towards the end of his? Well, part of it was their part of it was at the time. I think if I remember properly, their their comps that they were playing and the comps they were playing into. It wasn't working super well with like how they were prioritizing DM, like how they were keeping him pocketed and like alive as like the hard to hit scan. And and there was like um there was a lot of like moving pieces. I can't remember if they were like rotating. You talking about twenty twenties? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what like when DM was playing before he got benched by Lip, like they were changing up their compositions and like they had can, like a rotating. I can, I can players, speak to this. I think. Yeah. I can't remember uh, so exactly so twenty twenty. So twenty twenty was when they, um, what the. Uh, they were really good in 2020. They stood fearless in 2020. And Lip was on the team. I can't remember what the situation between Lip and DM was in 2020. But early in 2021, this was before Lip just took over. Um, DM was still being subbed in. I specifically remember stage one, DM was subbed in for a little bit of Ash. Um, and people forget that this other player was on the bench as well. But Ursta, you had a DM and Ursta on your fucking bench behind Fletter and, and Lip on, you know, one of their best years after Flitter just won MVP in 2020. So unbelievably stacked DPS uh, lineup. Ursa retired, he quickly was like, well, I'm not going to get playtime. Fair enough. Flitter was pretty dominant in 2021. Um, and then somewhere halfway in stage one, 
they just stopped giving DM playtime because they realized that was better. And this was before the somber stuff as well. Once the somber stuff started coming in, coming in, it was done. I uh, Lip was never going to get benched again. So the only time I saw Lip in in Overwatch League in twenty twenty one was to play a bit of Ash. That was it. But I, I still remember from that time, I don't think, I, I remember there was like a lot of hot mess for like how DM was being played and like how they were playing with him, where I don't remember DM ever like, he didn't necessarily look like washed, it's just Lip is just a far superior player, they Correct. playing way better with him. I'll so. ask you this, Arrow. I'll ask you this, Shanghai Dragons, they play a best of seven, okay? This, uh, this uh, you know, just a theoretical experiment, they play a best of seven against a new O2 Blast roster. How many maps did they win in a best of seven? This team versus O2 Blast. And this um, is a, a new O2 Blast team that has Attack, yeah. what? Marvel, Probe, Knife, Top Dragon, Proud, Opener, and Irony. And this is San Francisco Shocks Academy that now has Top Dragon as well. So the thing is, is and by the way, I, I really wanted Top Dragon to go to Shanghai uh, just for the Dragon. You might be memes. adding to Shock, bro. <laughs> Okay, Shock have Hisu and Proper play Flex DPS. I don't think they need three <laughs> Flex DPSs personally, but um, yeah, to answer the question, I, just for the fact that no one's off-rolling on, on O2 and their established talent, I think you, O2 probably take this, I'm going to say like 4-1, maybe even, I don't want to say 4-0 because it's disrespectful, but like, Gangnam Jin Lucio, DM on support, I've no idea what he looks like in Flexport, guy hasn't played the game for I don't know how long now, and he's off-rolling, um, Fletter on tank, like Hisu and Viper are gonna have to be. These two are gonna be like Atlas carrying the fucking earth. Um, it's gonna be heavy. Okay. So based on the fact that you got a bunch of off rolls and people coming back out of retirement, I I think O2 win four one. All right, Shanghai Dragons against the rumored Valiant roster. Oh, I oh, I you know what I I still think Shang. Well, mm. <laughs> Fletter tank. And Dude, there's no DM way. Support there's no way I roll the dice. I roll the dice. Roll the I go full. Really? I, I go full gamba. I take Shanghai. I go full gamba and take Shanghai. I don't. I don't. I'm not super familiar with with some of the players on that uh, Valiant team. Um, maybe I just roll the dice. I I think I think the Shanghai roster could be tragic, but like, okay, what if Fleta pulls off a Dante? That's some crazy hopium, but like that's the that's the only out they I mean, got. He is an unbelievable like mechanics god. Like, I wouldn't expect him to underperform on a tank roll. I think you're fucking high as shit if you think he underperforms on a tank Honestly. I, would, I mean, swapping over is still a challenge. You gotta, you're, you're going up against people who've played tank their entire careers. Sure. So that's, that's going to be but a difficulty. Tank is not the same as it was in Overwatch 1. I would have way more reservations if that happened in Overwatch 1. A DPS player swapping to a tank roll. Well, it's like easier and harder. Two, dude, it's just you. you got to do everything. Bro. Doomfist, Tracer, no, sorry, Doomfist, Big Tracer, fucking Diva, like anything like that, dude. I, I would have. If they don't have a main tank player, reserves. though, I feel like Doom, that's a Doom's problem. fine. Here's a problem. Sure. Here's the other problem. Tank, I could see him, him struggling, but like, dude, any kind of off tank, that guy, you know, that guy's ripping face. Like, look, look, if it's Doom and Zarya, I'm sure he'll be fine. He can just do a Dante cosplay, chilling, maybe even Arissa. Probably not that difficult. But once we start Diva talking about too, stuff right? like Ball. Maybe. Once we start talking about stuff like Ball sure. and Sigma, those often are the two tanks. 
that people trip up on. Like if you even now for for career main tank plays, they can't they struggle to pick up Sigma. For career off tank plays, they struggle to pick up ball. Those are always the two heroes that will give you the two biggest headaches. And um, even for Winston, like you can practice, but when you look at the true top Winston players with their primal mechanics and just their understanding of Winston, yeah, it's he's like fundamentally not a super hard hero to play, but to reach a skill ceiling required for Owl, it's a different story. We're going to move on. I'm going to quickly, just one minute though, if there's one thing I learned from the scrim codes that lacked, uh, leaked this past week, just because it's kind of on topic, I think Punk's Winston was pretty good in their scrim against Vegas Eternal. I genuinely enjoyed it. And I just wanted to say that because I think that sometimes people still think that Punk is like an off-tank player. All he can do is play off-tanks and, you know, he plays the Diva and all that shit. I genuinely think his Winston was really good. So I just wanted to get that out there. The, you the know why Punk you think song, that? The Punk why, 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 are you do, why are we discussing during the Shanghai topic? No, we're moving on. We're not talking about Shanghai anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, well, wanted I, I, I just wanted to add that in there. I think Punk's Winston was really good. And now I consider him not like a jote, because I think we need to come up with a different term. Like, he's just a tank player. He's not an off-tank player for me anymore. Is. Punk is just a tank player. He can play most tanks. And I generally think I trust him to, like, play most tanks. So yeah. I wanted to get it well, I, I trust him because he continuously wins the tank battle royale of, of Boston, where, you know, they keep trying to bench him for other, other players, and he keeps prevailing. So, you know, he's got something going for him. That's, yeah. why, you, that's why he's you're like, ah, oh, he's just some off-tank player. Because, like, he's, he's had to run through, like, five different players to get a spot. Dude. Yeah. I, I feel like when we really want to close out this topic, Johnny, we should talk about how I've been really, you've been embracing your villain arc. And I kind of Villain arc? <laughs> yeah! What about like, and that, and when, when Dante quote retweeted the Flutter tank, and he's like, oh, I've yeah, inspired more people. You and that? you were just like, and you were just like, ah, Dante, you're not that good. And I was like, damn! I was like, whoa, Johnny, he, you've been really popping off. You've been really, I, I, I kind of respect, uh, that's what we need, you know? We need some, we need people to be, just be like, yeah, let's, let's, because that's fun banter. No one's like mad. Everyone's, well, I hope you weren't mad, but like, everyone's just like, you know, just making fun of each other. You know, that's, that's the type of shit that I like. I love it when I, know, I, I do that we, to sure We were supposed too, to go out to, to dinner because he's here in LA and it's, it hasn't happened yet. I don't know if that tweet changed anything. So, <laughs> uh, we might be on bad terms now. But. Well, he, he's adult pilled now. He he does stuff in the air fryer. He doesn't go out to dinner. Oh, he just, true. He just Dude, air frying is so good, man. I followed up on that yeah, too. He's he's extremely I, adult pilled. Air frying is amazing. Yeah, what what an off season does to a man. It's it's crazy. Uh, I can't wait to hear Connor's uh, opinions on this next topic we got here. It's another rumor. Sorry, guys, we're just stealing rumors now. We've just completely pivoted as podcast here. Yeah, gargoyle to the Houston <laughs> Outlaws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gargoyle, who has been missing since 2021, where the Florida Mayhem had a tragic season uh, with Slime as their main support, with OG Dude, as their main tank. Too, uh, like, holy shit. That was not a great season for the Florida Mayhem. And Gargoyle has been missing since then. But now, rumored to be back with the Houston Outlaws. Wow. I'm excited. I am excited. I think too. I'm excited too, I Connor. Sold, I sold off some of my Gargoyle stocks a little bit. I sold off a little bit of my Gargoyle stocks a bit. Because I think his 2021 20, season was... Because uh, that was the season where he played with OG, right? Was, yeah, 2021. Yeah. Um, that was a bad... That was not the best season. Hello, I see you, Kat. There's the bad, that was not the best season for him. I don't, I don't think that it was all his fault either. That Mayhem roster it was, not his fault. was insanely dysfunctional. OG had like a really bad year. Um, he left. And, he left the team. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, it, was, it was like... The it's tough vacation. to check my tank. Yeah, it, it, it was <laughs> tough to perform as a tank duo in that situation. So I don't, 
I don't hold. I think Gargoyle was insanely underrated at the end of 2020, and then going to 2021, he had a really bad year. So, and I still think he's good, but I don't know if I'm gonna hold, if I'm gonna keep his like. He still has to go back to like his 2020 stock levels, essentially, for me to be yeah, like on the same exact hype. 2020 train, but, was pretty sick. Like, but I, I, I do think he's good. Oh, good. I think people so are gonna be like, but way is he the best option? Was he really the best option? When there's like two you available, probably not. But like at the same time. I mean, they got to be been retired for what? Like the thing is, like, oh yeah, back in twenty, back in the Stone Age, it's like, bro, there are people who played like last season. I mean, Gargoyles, he's been. It's this is like but, that DM signing in a way. Okay, he's not off rolling, but he's been gone yeah, for a while. How? I don't know, man. This is this is almost like when you hear about Sashin signing on out for Ali Valiant last year, but at least we got some. You know, you could see that Sashin was hard grinding, ranked. He was like. At least getting some good, or you know, you like know, DM signing aspect support. Yeah, I brought that up, but that's that's more like <laughs> he's off rolling, so it feels a little bit more crazy. Um, but whenever a player comes out of retirement after a while, it's like, man, was he? Was this guy really the best choice? Because Houston's not a cheap team; they're not exactly rolling on a budget this year. They're one of the heavy spenders going into this year, clearly. So you got to figure they had they they had the availability, they had the ability to get somebody of talent. So you have to imagine that based on that, they could have really gotten any off tank they wanted. So was this their legitimate best option? I really do wonder. To be fair, do we know the status of Gargoyle's military service? Has he completed it? Has he? Uh, is he yet to complete? When they look at military service tracker website. Yeah. yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, honestly. I, honestly, yeah, it would be been. helpful. But if he's taking this time off, maybe he has completed his military service already. No, nah, doesn't that take like three years? I thought it's, it's like, like at least two. I thought it was at I least two. It, it takes ages, doesn't it? Okay, we're all fucking wrong. We, we said three clearly. different dates. So we just I, yeah. I, but well, I you know, it's between years. two to it's, four. It's it's definitely it's definitely more than one, but I don't think it's more than three. three. I think it's it's greater than one, yeah. less than three. Avoid I'm pretty sure like it's two. Me, me I'm Google almost it. certain it's two years. Uh, let me Google it. But like the other the other point I had was eighteen months. People how, are saying. I, yeah, I fucking knew it. 18 months to 20 months. No, you months, didn't. Yeah. You were just I said 18 months. Okay. Okay. Scroll the VOD. <laughs> scroll the VOD. I said 18 months. These losers fucking said three years and two years and shit. Scroll two years VOD. is way closer to 18 months than three years. Well, yeah, obviously. But yeah, I was still more nail on the head there with the 18 months. Just <laughs> oh saying. It's God. on the fucking, uh, on, on the Google. Um, and my other point is, I, I definitely understand what you're saying, Avril, with, um, with him like, being away from the game and shit. But how do you know he's not been grinding ranked? Like a lot of the Korean players don't stream, so like I would say it's a, <sighs> I it's don't. a little bit hard to say if he. I, I think it's a bit disingenuous saying like he's not grinding because he doesn't stream. So I'm not saying he's like, not grinding. I'm just saying we don't know if he is. At least we knew Sashin was grinding because he was posting shit right, on his Twitter. That's right, right, right. I, I do you feel, feel the same feel about Sugar Free what? as well returning to the league. But, what me? Sugar Free? No, but either of you. Like, like, because Sugar like, Free hasn't been playing Overwatch either. Really, he hasn't really been was playing he, Overwatch he, for. Was he? Was he, 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 he was playing Valorant? Competing in other games. Like, I'd say yeah, that's more of a safe. He was yeah, playing he Valorant. Was playing right? Valorant. He was. He yeah, wasn't. I mean, never is, made it to like a super top level, but he was like around sure. that challengers level. You know, he was actively competing in something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll give him. I'll give him the. I'll give him the Patapan pass minimum. I'll give him that pass. Definitely different from retired. Like, I, I don't know. The Patty Pan pass is a little different. That guy kind of was cracked out, you know? That's true. Patty so, was a top player. It's different. Patty literally competed at international events and, like, didn't had high places. Fair enough. But... I, have, I still have a lot of stock in Garg. I'm going to be real. Like, I still think he's got a lot to give. 
He's got a lot to give. Mr. Gargoyle. He better have a good signal to give. Back in the league. Honestly, he was one of my favorite players in 2020. I think I could just, this could blow up my fucking face. Still think he's got a lot to give there. I think with Fearless in the main tank and then Gargoyle as well, his Diva is pretty good. His Sigma was very good with the prevalence of Sigma. I'm not sure about the prevalence of Sigma. We're still probably going to see like a lot of Sig on the older uh, circuit, but probably not anywhere else just because of how the pick is. But yeah, I've got a lot of stuff. One patch changes it. One patch. He also, he had a good hog too. He also had a good hog. His hog wasn't bad. So, yeah. Like so maybe like, it comes I think back, he, has, but... he has some good hero rotation. I, I agree I with you. Good. I think Gargoyle was good in 2020. That's just yeah. here's, disastrous. Here's my but... take. Here's my take. P some people have reacted to this, to this, and been like, oh, Gargoyle's, you know, he was so bad in 2021. Like Gargoyle was just on his way out. He was Ooh, bad. The stats were bad. Sucked. It, it was it was yeah. it was bad. So I posted, I posted the 2020 stats on my Twitter. And I was like, here's here's Gargoyle's stats in 2020. And it was like top five in pretty much everything as it related to D.Va, as it related to Sigma. And I like that. I'm an optimist, okay? I'm an optimist. And I was like, all right, this guy has proven that in a good setting, on a good team, he can play these roles in a really good way. And I understand that was two and a half, three years ago at this point. I understand that. But he proved that year that when he's in the right situation, he knows how to play those heroes in a really good setting. I know we're 5 versus 5 now, but holy shit. I mean, there's so many players coming back playing 5 versus 5. Like, I don't really think it matters. So, yeah. if, if you are one of those people who also played the fucking Yaki drum, and it's like, oh, Yaki in a great team. Yaki in a good team, he's going to pop off. Yaki's been waiting for a good team for so long. Yaki's going to be so oh. good in a great team. I will apply the same thing to Gargoyle and be like, you can't diss on Gargoyle and be like, oh, Gargoyle is shit because he's struggling in 2021. And also be like, oh, Yaki was on a shit team in 2021. So, you know, he'll, you know, Yaki will do great on a great <laughs> team, but you no, know, Gargoyle won't because he was, you know, shit in 2021. Well, I think it's more so the gap. Gargoyle the gap for Gargoyle. fucking checkmate Reinhardt. Like, come on. Like, he yeah, but, but, but it's more so the gap year, I think, is the bigger thing for Gargoyle. It's the gap year. It's not even necessarily his solely his performance 2021. It's just the I'm gap over year, it. Right? Murdering also had a gap year. No one bats an eye. No one gives a fuck. I mean, people do bat an eye. People have said, like, well, Birdring had a gap year, you know? So, like, people have you said know, uh, You know what would really complete this offseason in terms of players returning and signings? Because Void is just magically unretitled. He said he retired. He's back on Soul. We'll talk about Soul in a second. What would magically just make this even better is if Kareev unretires for the third time. Just comes back again. He's still competing. He's still competing. He's like, I think he, I can't remember where exactly he is, but he's definitely still competing. Also, I don't think it's, I think it's disingenuous with Birdwing the conversation too, because Birdwing won the Overwatch League. Birdwing also, also okay. like had well, like insane years. years. <laughs> well, the point being is like, Birdwing has like a much more stacked resume. He also won a stage before he retired. Had. Yeah, like Gargoyle, like yeah. Birdwing has had recent success, won the Overwatch <laughs> League, had insane, you know, had very good pre-Overwatch League success. Like he is a very storied player compared to Ah, uh, fuck you know? my take. Don't, 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 don't. Ruin I'm just, just simple it right here. I'm just oh simple it right God. here. Ya Yaki, I'll give you a password, but I think he's, he never took a gap year, but like Gargoyle, you know that's all right all right we'll um, see but i think he's good though I, I still think people are way overreacting to this like i understand like two you probably would have been potentially a better pick yeah like in particular but he's playing playing well yeah like i, I like think gargoyle you. i think gargoyle is actually has a lot of potential and then on a team where you're mental you can't, you can't play fucking tank duo when your duo is boomed out of control when your duo is literally unbelievably boomed so yeah. like it's just, and also your general team was like so unbelievably shit for no reason that Mayhem 2021 team should not have been that shit. It just really shouldn't have. Even oh with a boom God. main tank, it just should not have been Dude, that bad. It was, it was, it was so crazy. bad. That was so bad. Um, 
also before we move on like i i've just I, I i feel so much better of myself like my imposter syndrome is gone after reading a twitch chat someone who said that um two years is as close to 18 months as three years and it just made me so happy because i realized that what I are you talking about how is that mathematically not correct it's just wrong <laughs> It's just stupid. And I was like, wow, I could say whatever I want and it won't be as stupid as what that person said. Um, oh my God. <laughs> it's just crazy. I was just, oh, oh no, I, I forget. Sorry that to that person. I, I, I purposely waited to say that because I didn't want to call them out in chat so no one will know who they were. But, he's just smoking um, random viewers now. That's Johnny Villanark. He's, he's leaning in. Johnny's on his Villanark, yeah. man. He's on it. Dude, I just don't give a fuck Love anymore. It. Like, really. Like, people have got to know with dumb fucking shit for way too long i don't know uh it, including me i say some dumb shit at times and i won't i won't i'm not gonna pretend like i'm not stupid don't at times. stop though don't stop no, i'm not gonna stop dumb shit gonna makes stop. the world go wrong uh, it's fun it's fun it's fun uh and that's the main point it's fun okay it's just banter um anyway let's get into the team previews for people are still doing math in youtube chat uh let's get into the team previews for today <laughs> Um, I believe there was something we missed when it came to news, but I can't remember. We're not talking about New York Excelsior. There was something we missed, but if I recall, maybe I'll do like a callback. Uh, maybe viewers will remind me. Um, today, we're talking about the two Soul teams, Soul Infernal, Soul Dynasty, and the Hangzhou Spark. Um, the thinking... Oh, the Boston coach. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Boston picked up uh, a new staff oh. member, and there seems to be some big drama about that because apparently, like... Uh, used to be on LW Blue, and Luna had like a big dispute. Uh, you remember Luna, the flex support? Yes. Um, Luna would be like, oh, this this staff member screwed me over when it came to like trying to find a team. Um, say Biolbi, apparently in some post-match post interview, had some comments about this particular staff member being um, quite bad behind the scenes. Uh, I don't know anything about it. It's just rumors. I can't confirm anything in this regard. Uh there hasn't been any official reporting, I believe, besides the Luna thing. So I'm treading carefully. I hope that Boston Uprising did their due diligence when it comes to this staff member and how, you know, he's in, been involved with teams before and how he's considered. Uh, but it doesn't seem good. So uh, we'll, we'll see if... Uh, what, what is his name? Like a Jid something? Jid? Jid Set or something Jid like Set? that? Yeah, Jid Set. So, but are they... So, and remind me, because I was looking at... So are they a... They're going to be a head coach or an assistant assistant coach right yeah yeah assistant coach so, so again i'm trying to be very careful around the topic because i don't i don't know this information but there seems to be a lot of like uh you know people throwing shit uh, around around this specific hire because of previous experience yeah because they have done that with right. you know what I, I think this is i think this is the perfect catalyst to complete the season of memes with striker retiring then unretiring going to the shock again yeah it could but the thing is, Jit says not you need, who is the, the big thing that like the big rumor. Because also, I'm surprised even fucking. This is what you know: the internet does not forget. This shit was three. It was yeah, it was four fucking years ago in Korean contenders. Was the drama with this guy four yeah. years ago in Korean contenders? People do not fucking forget. Uh, they do not. If, they, if they're in a niche internet subgroup of esports, they do not forget about like the shit that's went down. Like, but he supposedly. I think the biggest drama was that he essentially withheld contract and pay from the players under him i read that Korean article but the person who yeah. retweeted it on my feed removed the retweet and i'm like okay i don't know why they did that so i don't apparently he locked the contracts away 
like he took the contracts after the players signed them away from them from what i saw um in the translation to the korean article yeah and so they couldn't like enact any of the clauses and they couldn't like fight it back because they don't have the contract which is strange because there's normally two copies of a contract so like yeah that kind of sucked he like took the player's version of the contract away but by the yeah pretty much that because it was about it was about um they took the contract away for safekeeping yeah and then because of that since they never had a copy of the original contract they couldn't press legal charges for the yeah. fact that they essentially jitset and lw blue was was uh accused of not splitting prize winnings with the players they just kept everything to themselves um and additionally like they because of that L he supposedly uh, in a retaliatory fashion, benched Luna and put Pine on flex support. Was <laughs> like that's like the whole Wild. drama with it. Was like so essentially he took all their prize money, kept their contract with them so they couldn't see or keep or you know press legal charges because I guess they're for some reason they were still only using parchment and paper and sheepskin scrolls. So like no one had a digital copy of the contract in any capacity. There was no there was nothing they could print out. They were still fucking using cuneiform tablets in Korean contenders in 2019. <laughs> But, like, they, that was what the apparent drama with them is. And so, but now they have really no, I'm not saying this is a, a good pickup, but also this person has, as far as I'm aware, essentially no control over payment or contract term other than, like, they can give their opinion to head coach, essentially, as an assistant coach. So, they're essentially been neutered from any power they have in regards to, like, team mismanagement unless their opinion is you shouldn't pay this person that's my <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like that or like theoretically if a player gets mad at them and show they can be retaliatory so like they could be like oh this guy should talk to me so i'm gonna bench you and put on this person which they could do like a said, because they have a shit the, ton of players this is but... the perfect catalyst for striker to retire and yeah retire. it is <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> definitely is so well, yeah can, I, that's we, can we make an over under on that by the way can we have a, an official plot chat bet Okay, so I mean, we we don't know the start date for the league, right? Back. We don't know when the date, uh, the when the when the league actually starts. I don't think we know that, right? But do you want to say like, uh, you want to say like July? Do we think Striker leaves the team before July first? Yeah, like uh, roughly at middle of the season. Yeah, like, I what's the over under on that? Okay, uh, okay, well, yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's pick July first. Do, do you yeah, think right. what, uh, everyone has to pick? Yes or no? Does Striker leave Boston Uprising before July first? Joss? Need to see the exact. Dude, I... No one knows when the fuck that is. Yes. I mean, there's two tournaments, yes. I guess. It's, it's it's a before or after midseason madness. I don't know. Avril. That's too early. Midseason mid is June. I'm gonna say yes, and the June. reason why yes is because I think the perfect storm for Boston, right, uh, for Boston, is if they somehow flunk out, fail to qualify for midseason, and people just internally like lose their minds and striker just leaves. That would be it. They fail to qualify midseason and then he's gone. I think that would be the uh, the situation if there was one. If I had to make up a scenario in my mind. <laughs> I think Stryker makes it further than that, if only to spite Huck. Ooh, Huck's no longer part of, it's like just because Huck's no longer part no. of the organization, and they're just wow. like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm sticking around this time, bitch. I'm sticking around, and, and it's a full Korean roster, so like. I think there's like I I think Stryker in this environment. I'm not saying he won't retire during the season. I'm simply saying that I think the chances are lower than they've ever been. I think the chances are lower than they've ever been. I think Stryker is a roster. winner. I think if this Boston team 
kind of doesn't do great and shock does great uh, i could see striker sending some text messages to, to crossy just being like yo <laughs> hey what's up yo, yo. you guys looking kind of fire it'd be too you know good I mean? it'd be too good like that would be legendary be... i could see that happening far i could see that happening but i don't know if it would happen like earlier i don't know if it would happen i, I don't think it's gonna happen as early but like I, I think this is probably the most the most likely situation for striker to stay a whole season or at least the majority of a season with this with boston it's kind it's of like crazy one, you right? say that considering the circumstances yeah i think it's this i think it's this one wow. um but i could see take, it arguably. the most likely scenario if him leaving is that he's pissed because boston's not doing well and then he tries to go to shock again like that's probably the most likely or even like i could even see him try to hit up like houston but it's probably shock so. houston i could see him I, hitting them up but i think it, i think it'd be i think it'd probably he's be only allowed tough. on two teams come on don't, don't yeah, betray it's true. It. tough true that's tough uh all right let's let's finally get into the team previews here so uh the thinking behind these were that initially I wanted to wait to only talk about teams that have six members announced because a lot of teams in the league, they have five members announced. They will be signing or unveiling a sixth uh, member to the team. And I think it's kind of unfair to have these team previews and have these conversations when a lot of the five man rosters will sit here and be like, well, they, they need a second tank or, well, they need a third damage player to round out their team. They're missing some part in their team. And I think that is my worry with talking about uh, five-man rosters and why I'm hesitant to do it. That being said, I really want to wait to talk about the Western teams before, like after they played in the Pro-Am. So the reason we're not talking about um, Atlanta Rain early, uh, the reason we're not talking about San Francisco Shock early, is because I think we'll do a better job previewing those teams going into the Overwatch League season after we've seen them play in the pro-am and we can have more educated and better opinions about those teams so that's why we're kind of diving into the apac teams first even though they are five-man rosters so um i will say that looking back at some some of these team previews it will only be five members announced for some of these teams and there will be some inaccuracies but i think this was the best way to go about it so uh so so you viewers understand like why why we're doing it this way um, so let's kick off with the Soul Infernal because they announced their roster um, a little bit more than a week ago now, about two weeks ago. Um, we talked about it a little bit on the show. We got Mag, Fixa, Skewed as the backline, MN3 and Cest as a legendary DPS duo. How do we feel? Just like gut feeling, you know, does it give you like a warm, fuzzy feeling? You're looking forward to watch this team? Are you worried? Are you like anxious about Mag being the tank of this team? What's just like the general first impression about this team? Let's start with you, Avril. First of all, I want to say that uh, I've only just realized that all this discussion about Shanghai, that actually wasn't a team preview. I'm like, oh, we just now started the previews. I was like, we already talked. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta wait for a six, Because they bro. just we fucking announced wait. their yeah. goddamn roster. We gotta wait for a six with Dragons. There's no <laughs> way to do that team preview. As it, as also, we, we only heard that we only got the roster for, what, like a, two weeks ago or something? Like something yeah. like that, like very short. Yeah. Like Sorry. teams, now, still, we, we don't even know all the rosters in the damn league. That, and there's two uh, weeks until it starts. Now that now that Johnny's saying that he wanted to wait for six players, I feel bad about uh, pushing Dynasty on for this week. But anyway, we'll get to them later. Soul Infernal. Um, we knew M and three was were being kept, and that was like the clear, obvious choice. They were your star players from last from last year, um, and. I think one of the scariest duos that we had last year and still will be this year, they had some rookie nerves, especially for MN3. Zest was an unbelievable talent. Um, actually, he got it. Did he get an MVP nomination as well? I remember that correctly. So, that was like 10 yeah, I think, people, I think, wasn't 
pretty sure you got an MVP nomination. Um, because rookie of the years aren't nominated. Everyone gets to be part of that. So yeah, um, he's he's great, fantastic player. I think he's the he's the clear player to look out for on this team. They just needed some good pieces around them. The DPS duo was always solid. Tank, I think Mag is someone that I've if you've seen him in Runaway, you know what his potential is. He's had a he's had some bad years in the league, no doubt about it. His time on Washington, not great. And he didn't even really, he went to Boston for like two seconds and then he was gone. He was, he was, he was one of those battle royale players that had to go up against Punk. And then it was like, okay, this is not happening. Punk is going to retain his spot again. He's going to get a victory royale and, and Mag sadly got nothing out of that. Um, good player though. I think if you look back at his potential, like what he's actually capable of now that he's on, you know, he's back to Korea. I don't know what it is. Is, is it, was it just Washington, the scenario, the situation? You can't say, oh, mixed roster or whatever. He wanted to play Koreans. He got his Korean roster. He had some reasonable players on that team. He had some good players on that team for sure. Um, maybe there was some internal stuff going on. I mean, I, I know of one thing that's uh, between... Um, I won't say more, but there was one thing that he probably didn't really enjoy on that team. Um, that he's out of the Washington system. So I think it's, I've said this before, but this is kind of Mag's last opportunity to prove that he can get over that Washington justice hump. That kind of mellowed out his career and he can get back towards the heights of what he was rumored to be because i remember coming into the 2021 season this guy was meant to be a major rookie of the year contention and then he petered out so quickly skewed as a upgrade over aim god i think fixer is not the most exciting player to watch he's potentially going to end up in the animo tier if he's not careful but he's this belief in him they even said that you know uh, Infernal said that they noted that they liked his mechanics a lot. I hope he proves it this year and, and shows a lot more this year. He was good last year, but is the support line feels mostly from his part, maybe a little weaker. The support line definitely was weaker for Fusion last year, so it's only a, a bit of an upgrade this year instead of a gigantic upgrade. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's go back to Mag a little bit here. I want the jaws and Avast opinion here on Mag uh, a little as well. Do you think that he was in a shitty situation on the Washington Justice? Do you still believe that he can fulfill his potential? Or are we kind of like over Mag at this point? Do we think there was better uh, talent to perhaps pick up here in going into the season? I need to remember. I need to go back. I need to go look at the Washington Justice for 2021. I feel like I'm the only one that still has faith that Mag can do well. Uh, well, actually, no, Avril, you did say you think he can do well. His full potential yeah. was not Look at the hope him. Yeah, I I do as well. I, I still think he has the talent. Um, and I think a lot of the issues that he was facing, especially on like Boston, right? Like that that was just a mess. Like the, the whole punk win rate versus the mag win, win rate. Like, dude, they shouldn't have subbed mag in to begin with. Like it didn't really make a whole bunch of sense. I think with his, him not living up to the hype after coming in from Runaway, uh, hurt his reputation uh, a fair bit too. I still, have a, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say like Gargoyle's level of faith, probably like a little bit uh, lower than that, honestly. I, I think he's going to be okay. I don't think he's going to blow anybody out of the water um, at this point, but maybe the environment change will end up helping him. Um, I just can't really remember a performance where I was like, <laughs> holy shit, Mag, yo, Pog. Um, that's then that's my only problem if i can kind of remember those moments like i'd probably have more faith but he's just not been like a superstar that people made him out to be but i still think he's a solid tank player that could do well 
What about from his runaway? Because that was the only time when you well, talk about Popoff. Sure, that's, that's yeah. it. In the opening, that, that is the rookie of the year moment, right? nominee, like going into that first season of his. People are like, exactly. Oh, like, people are, but, he's number one rookie going into the season. Yeah, no, and that's the problem, right? Is that he didn't have any of those pop off moments in Overwatch League. I'm specifically talking about Overwatch League in that fact because, yeah, he was a fucking beast, like, an absolute beast on Runaway. Like, he was so good. And then everybody hyped him up, and it was like, okay, well, didn't really do that much. So he was like middle of the pack, but I still think he's pretty damn solid. I maybe, maybe. We can expect uh, a lot out of him uh, this season. Maybe we'll uh, regain some of that pop-off performance that he had on Runaway. I'm not entirely sure, but I think I don't think he's going to be absolute shit. He's going to be pretty decent, at least. I think this is like his last year for... Am I we DC'd? Yeah. Wait, hello? Wait. Uh, Johnny oh, just disappeared. Johnny disappeared. I don't know. Hello? Wait, you can still hear me? Well, you can't see Yeah, we can hear you. I can't hear Johnny. Oh, you can't hear Johnny? Oh, and we're also no. very laggy on the, what on the, the call. All right. Jonathan! Well, the podcast can hear me, but they can't hear me. Uh, uh oh. This is not. Oh, we, I can hear you, Johnny. Oh, no, he can't hear us. This is, no, this is what that. Hear, uh, oh, my God. This is what that. Wait, I, we can hear you, Johnny. We can hear you. We just can't see no, you. No, Kevin, Avril can't. I can't Avril hear him. Oh, Avril I can't. <laughs> no. Dude, now I can't a... see him either. What the fuck's happening? I would try. <laughs> What what daylight savings Johnny? does to a motherfucker? <laughs> I would try re I would try rejoining Avril. I would try rejoining because everyone oh, yeah. else is fine. Yeah, yeah. I would reconnect. Avril, yeah. You can see me now. Yes, yes. Avril's reconnecting. Avril's reconnecting. Avril's gonna reconnect. Hopefully, it's fixed. Um, <laughs> because we could all still see you and hear you, and then he was having the problem. Well, I couldn't oh. see you initially, but that was weird. That was really strange. I will quickly agree with you, Connor. Actually, that I think this is his last. Like, okay. We're going to see how the fuck this guy does. If he is still mid, he is mid. He's never going to reclaim that former, like, runaway success. I, I would yeah, I mean, this is the last, this is the year that has to, it has to happen, essentially. If he's, like, insanely mid, then it's, like, that's not, like, a bad year, but it's not, like, a good year for him. I do think, though, that Boston, he got a lot of flack for the boss, last year's Boston situation, when, honestly, and before he got benched by Punk, um... But realistically, like, he also was, like, I remember he was playing, like, some very hard matches before Punk came back into there. Um, and he had some decent performances. His, the year before His that, though, 2021 was... was pretty mid. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't, but he wasn't awful. He wasn't awful. Like, I would say, like, he was fine. The 2021 year was the year I was, like, holy shit, Mag is, like... He had, like, one good moment, I remember, in 2021. And then after that, it was just feed central. Literally just feed central. <laughs> But that's also not like Fury looked atrocious that year, and, and the entire Justice team looked atrocious. So like, it's really hard to be a good main tank player when your coordination is like dog, and your off tank player is like having a really bad year. Is what it looks like to affect you. Like, it just looked awful. So, I think this is like the year where like, cause he had that like he can prove himself. But I'm not high on his stocks. It's not like someone that where I'm like, they came in had a great year in Overwatch League, and then had some middling or bad years. He literally has only had an incredible contender's career, and he's shown nothing at Overwatch League in terms of like being like a great player. He's had some okay moments, um, some pretty decent moments, so uh, with like occasional flashes of like brilliance for like what literally like one map or something. Um, so yeah, I I think that like I'm not going to be extremely down on the Mag pick, and I'm just going to wait and see. I'm kind of I'm feeling like Mag Mag to me is how I feel about essentially how I feel about Gargoyle. Because Gargoyle had, like, a great Oof. year, took a gap year, 
and then like is back mag has had like an incredible year contenders and there's been kind of asked to okay um for his performances since then so like i i consider that the equivalent of being a gap year in terms of like how i feel about them um so yeah here we'll, I, as much as i'm worried about flexibility though for this team i will say even i though was we had, just like, a junk getting queen, to that uh and yeah, we'll get yeah. to the the, the six player conversation i want to have a conversation about who they should sign as their six player but there are very few tanks who get away with pretty much only being able to play Winston and Reinhardt. Now, we did say that his Junker Queen was kind of mid. Maybe average Junker Queen in the Overwatch League is what we're going for right now. Maybe that's, you know, good enough considering that um, Infernal are clearly, you know, a budget team this season. Um, but it does worry me a little bit that, like, Sure, if you want to convince me that, like, Mag's going to do it in a Winston meta, I'm down, all right? Win Mag in a Winston meta, I'm, I'm good for it. Even Reinhardt. I'm like, Mag playing Reinhardt, yeah. you know, in, in a Reinhardt-based team? Sure, I'm down for it. If you want to start convincing me to have faith in, like, the Mag Wrecking Ball, that's, that's where it gets a bit iffy. Um, you want to tell me, you know, even, even the Junker Queen to an extent, like, you want to tell me that, like, they're going to be a fantastic team with Mag and Junker Queen? Okay, got to see that. Everything else, all the other tanks... Even Orisa, to an extent, I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. Like, they need desperately an off-tank on this team for me to feel comfortable with them. And there's a few names in there. So, um, I guess we'll sort of pivot the conversation there before we start talking about the rest of the team as well. Um, Avril, how badly does the Inferno need an off-tank player, you think? Oh, we just haven't seen Mag play much in the off-tank pool at all, so... If we assume that he's not going to be great on those, then yeah, they need, they need one badly. Um, it's so hard to say, man, because I think, like you said, he probably will be really good in the classic main tank kind of uh, metas, maybe outside the ball. But ball practice is really strong in APAC for what it is. Like, if you want to learn ball, you, you learn that in the Korean servers. You don't learn that in NA just through rank quality alone. Yeah, and to be transparent, um, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm being kind of hard on him because a majority of his bad Wrecking Ball play was in 2020, right? Like, we didn't see a yeah. ton of it in 2021, I believe. I could, or, or no, I mean 2022. We didn't see a ton of it in 2022. 2021 was the ball year season, you know, yeah. in 2022. Yeah, the bicycle helmet uh, incident. I see, we didn't get that. Yeah. Um, uh, no, but he had a good run because everyone saw him, you know, talks about, in, in some ways, if you remember Mag, you talk about the Mag versus Fearless situation from 2021. Um, but yeah, I've just not, I don't know much about what he can do on the off tank. So you, you might need another player, but, you know, people in the chat are saying Hotbo would be funny if Hotbo returns to this franchise again. Fury, sign you know, Fury, you won't. Fury, he's back. I don't know what Fury is doing. Is he, is he looking for a team? Is, is he, he done? Like, I'm a Fury yeah. simp. I'll just say it. I'm a Fury yeah, simp. What's his, what's his current situation? Is he? Am I is, losing my mind or thought he got announced for something? No, he he's has not been announced. Up, guys. She's <laughs> playing. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh let's see. Here. Fury. Uh, nope. He hasn't. I would. Yeah. I would like to see Hotbot. Right? I would like to see Hotbot a different team every season. Though by different team, I mean you can go back to an old team as long as there's a year in between. I mean, it's, man it's, is the it's, ultimate owl mercenary. You yeah, just, I mean Infernal is different from Philly, team. right? That's we true as well. We count Infernal is different from Philly. By that point, it'll be a sixth Overwatch League team. No, it's fifth. Sorry, it's fifth Overwatch League team because it's been on Fusion twice. Hey man, I'm a hot sim too, bro. Get yeah, in there. He's he's, okay. he's he's good. I I he's genuinely good. Like I would just be like, okay, hot with M and three assist. 
They're good. It's not a bad. It's not. It's not bad. I mean, that would round out this team pretty significantly. Um, overall, I mean, also there's still the. As far as I'm aware, like no one has picked up to you still either. Yeah, to you is good. I'll say yeah, to like to you hop up. That, that guy's like... that guy's in the sanguine jail. Like they just. I yeah, know, something's they... up. Well, I don't know what's going on with Some, sanguine. Sometimes, sometimes these players just end up on a blacklist and just no one wants them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I think if you played for the 2020 Lona Spitfire, you kind of just like. I was just I was in the kitchen, bro, filling out the water. I was like, man, that's but London it's, but 2020, the thing bro. Is players that have had worse, like fucking Ju Mag played for the 2021 Justice. Okay, like Justice fucking sucked ass. Like they were like they're like yeah, they, they you know like on London comparatively, that was like when they played in APAC when APAC was actually like a really good region, you know, and they had like some okay moments here and there like they weren't good but like i i don't know i i don't i i think there's just something up with that but i think that hoppa would be fine as well hoppa would be a fine pick fury i wouldn't be opposed to necessarily wouldn't be opposed to a fury coming back so they, they have, there's options out there. what did you think of fury's last year because he was he was okay but like i feel like you'd never got the same magic from him i don't know if that's unfair because because for for a bunch of the year man he was actually benched behind Bellasaria. And that partially that was Fusion really wanting to play a lot of ball. And and sometimes the ball did work. I mean, on on some maps, ball was legitimately decent last year. But it's uh he he wasn't I guess maybe maybe I put too much expectation on him, but Fury wasn't dynamite last year, I felt personally. Is that crazy? No, I mean that's not crazy at all. But that's just like because I think that was part of the situation with like Fury's flexibility uh on tanks like what fusion accomplished right so like it just wasn't like a great flexibility on tanks dude bellas replaced ball and what well, else i mean i just play? i think they just i just don't think they wanted fury on main tanks that's so all. weird though like i, don't think they on I main was tanks, you know so confused at the way philadelphia fusion last year was kind of going about the metas like it was like okay we'll just run ball like ball was good like you said on some maps but dude only wrecking ball what are we fucking chung do we also we also had the, we also had winston so metas because fury did play in the jungle queen meta yeah. but fusion were not a good team but not a particularly no, strong I, team that meta i just i just don't I think just it was a great confused, year for man. fury overall i think that like, i wouldn't write him off necessarily though i will admit he's now, he's now had like one really bad year with justice and a pretty mediocre year to even pretty actually less than mediocre like a pretty rough year still with fusion so like he might not be the most tracked out, but Hoppa and Two You would be like people. Even like, is Piggy still around? Yeah, where Who is knows? Piggy? Maybe. Where are I know Janu. Janu retired, right? Uh, yeah, Krong retired Pretty, as well, I think. And so did Krong. So like, oh, Piggy's like, like Guangzhou. Officially, oh, that's or right? Yeah. Rumored. Oh, they didn't. Did did they announce? Guangzhou, the... Guangzhou have had no rumors and no announcements. So oh. we 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 could assume they're really? just going to redo Wasn't the same there team. Some some unconfirmed. Source or just like well, Guangzhou yeah. just like resigned yeah. everyone. There's an uncon I mean, yes, if that if was do, an unconformed sis. Yes, that's, that is it's not a bad team if they do, but I just I haven't heard anything about Guangzhou this year, so I don't. I have no idea. That yeah, would make sense. Yeah, I, I, I my the my primary assumption is just in a dumpster. Like we're just talking <laughs> nonsense. I mean, always. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Okay. Same thing. Let's move on. Let's move on to the damage line. Um, I got I got one question here for you guys. We got one silly little question here for you guys. Go on. Is MN3 and Cesta top 10 damage you in the league? 
I fucking hope top 10. Jesus Christ. That's, that's 50%. Actually, it's not even that because there's only 19 teams now. I mean, apparently. that's 100 percent <laughs> in the current environment of the Overwatch League, I would think that would be a hundred uh, top ten. Okay. That's, like who uh, would I put I, I can't like you have like the, the fucking I, I would I would think so. I can't even imagine who I'd put above them. Right okay. Now. Well, well I, I guess we'll, we'll, okay, no, no, this is why I asked. I've asked because let's run through it, okay? Here we go. Here we let's go. Let's run through it. Oh. Is MN3 assessed better than Lip and Stalker? Yeah. No. Mm, no. Is MN3 assessed better than Striker, Decay, and Birdring? No. Maybe, actually. Yeah, maybe, maybe. because... Maybe. Oh, the peaks. The peaks from the other team. Oh, I would say that, but it's not an issue of skill. It's an issue of coordination and, like, how well they're actually going to... Like, it's oh. more of an issue of, like, do they return to their form? But I, I think that's a real maybe. It's not a definitive yes or no. It's a maybe. Is MN3 incest better okay. than Happy and Pelican? No. no. No way. Don't think so. I think Happy, Happy Pelican are better, but I... This is one of those ones where, like, I'm, I'm crazy with Sentiment, but Zest MN3 at their picks could... They can compete. They're Probably good. not better, but they can compete. The bones. Is MN3 yeah. incest better than Proper and Hisai? Uh, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. This one's too dark. No, well, he's saying is technically unproven in Overwatch. League, the problem but, is, you know. is, is, is like, if we get into a hit scan meta, I actually might take M and three zest in that one. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because you, you're looking at, because you're looking oh, at shock, you're looking at shock is, with double. What is blood smoking? Double flick, double flex DPS. It's Dude, not in a in a in a hit scan meta. That's not going to be good. All right, moving oh, on. Dude. Is M and three assess better than Edison and Sparkle? Yes, oh. potentially. Uh, yeah, yes. I would, oh, we got a yes. I would say potentially, this is another one because the thing is about fuel is like, so if I think about pure raw, like Edison fucking pounded in the grand finals. Like he, he, he's, I would consider at this moment that Edison is better than M in three, in my opinion. I think you Edison, need a whole Edison year has. to warm up. I think, I, I mean, if he wins the league, then sure. Give, Edison, give him the whole Edison, year. Is Edison one of like those old timey cars you have to cry and crank up? But the thing is, Edison, but Edison still had a good, it still had a good year. Besides that, he just, he just was splitting playtime with Gurio. As know? much like, as we love that Fearless won Final MVP, Edison, Edison deserved that Final MVP. Ed, Edison, Edison was fucking crazy good. Edison is he better than M in 3. He is, he is better than M in 3 in my opinion yeah. right now. But... Is Sparkle Zest better is definitely than the, uh, the pure and a pure mechanical talent since right now I think Zest is better than Sparkle, but I think Sparkle is also brings intangibles. Sparkle brings intangibles. Like the Dennis you know? Walker award. Like Sparkle sussy. No, like more so like it's clear they, they <laughs> like view the him as a they view him as a leader, right? Like they view him like that's the reason why they prioritize him over Doha, besides just his talent was like he he they kept him in to play all and learn new roles because like Sparkle is very crucial to their comms. It seems I, so like but it's hard to really way. judge it. So, I get it, dude. I get it, but there's no. Is M and three assessed better than Leave and Shy? No, no way. Uh, I don't think so. Dude, there's no way. I don't think so. I think both are better than Edison. Edison by the Ooh. end of the season was really good, but like in terms of raw peaks, I don't think Edison peaked higher than M and three or or Shy personally. Ooh. You don't think his performance peaks. in grand finals wasn't an insane peak? Dude, for him? He was it wasn't insane. Solo it was insane. But some of those maps. Yeah, and so did MN3 and Shy in their peaks too. What are you trying to say? Like, um, but like even more than that, like statistically, like if you look at like MN3 and Shy's performances, like Shy versus Gladiators, MN3 versus Soul, um, just some unbelievable mechanic shit. They didn't. They didn't take a whole season to warm up to that either. 
So I'm sure it'll, it'll still be okay. Well, but I think I, I also think Fuel didn't need him to be there that whole season comparatively to like if Shy didn't have like an incredibly didn't have like you know like it's really I think there's just, it's like kind of like it's like a muscular it's a muscular structure you know it's like my current abdominal wall right now my neck and back are working real hard because my fucking abs <laughs> are fucked up like they're I'm tense. I have pain and shit. You know, you're really seeing, noticing. You're noticing the fact that like my abs are not in the equation right now because I fucked that shit up. But like in a normal <laughs> functioning body, they're just like regular, and that's like the Dallas fuel last year. When a functioning team, Edison didn't always have to like own every single map to, for them to win games. You know, and I feel like that's part of like when we look at the performances. Sometimes it stands out. Yeah, the Hanbin like, effect is built around it. Yeah. yeah, and also the fielder fucking Geo effect too. Just, just like, by they, the way, just just to clarify as well. I still Dallas might still be the better team compared to Infernal this year. They actually might, because again, Harmon can just roll up once more and diff everybody in the server. That just might Wait, happen. I, I'm gonna be honest, oh. I did not listen. How the fuck is that even a question? Is Dallas Fuel yeah, better than Infernal? Yeah, how's that a question? Infernal? Dallas Fuel are way Dallas better than are favored. Infernal. Oh, good lord. I, I know we have a lot of Infernal fans in the chat, but come on guys. Dallas Fuel with Hanbin, Edison, Sparkle, I'm just saying, favored I, I'm, I'm, clarif I'm clarifying because it sounds like I'm about to go down a path of like, well, if he thinks M3 is this a better, does he think Infernal is better than, than Dallas? No, I'm, that, not, I'm not I at all saying, so I'm trying to clarify. I'm I trying to clarify that. The damage view uh, is but, nuts. I think you're... I do, I think you're but, moving, but moving on, you. Uh, what was the next comparison? You leave Shire, right? The, the, so the, the only thing... Uh, I'm, I'm giving Leave the pass based on his MVP performance, but last year, Leave could have done a lot more, but also he was like in a bad... on, on a really rough team situation last year and he was i'm not gonna say he was off-rolling but like he's he wasn't on his preferred heroes leave us kind of making a, a bit of a shit making sandwich. some excuses for him. The, the opposite of a shit sandwich where his mvp year he was legitimately insane but the two years surrounding his mvp year it's been a bit of like ah man i wish wish we could have seen better from him because remember 2019 chengdu as well was it 2019 chengdu no am i getting my years twisted again he won mvp in know. 2021 yeah yeah. He started in 2020. Yeah, that was in 2020. Yeah. Right, yeah. 2020 from Chengdu. Uh, we're like bottom two or three APAC. It was not great. He tried his hardest, but it was a bit iffy at times. 2022. You know, ups and downs. Anyway, moving on to the next one. I I'm having so much fun with this, just baiting you guys. <laughs> Is MN3 assessed better than Kai, Kevster, and Yaki? <laughs> no. I, I think MN3 so. is better than Kai. Kevster, that's a hard one. No Depends. Way. Are we getting the version of Gladiators who just lost to Maryville, or which oh, version? God! Oh, come <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, you know, you do have a point, though. I do think, like, Kai, Kai, I, I think you're a little too down on Kai, though. I think Kai could have a good year again. I would say like, they're quite equal, MN3 and Kai. Hey, man, I'd rather I'd have MN3 that. than Kai. I'm, I'm not even going to apologize. Really? I, I think, well, if no. you pace it purely off this last year, like, yeah. but Kai still had, like, good moments. So I'm not entirely writing him off, but, like, based off, like, more recent I'd say they're pretty you'd probably You'd probably have him in three. You know? I'm just saying from, like, a Kepster, GM perspective. Kepster is a god. I'm not, Kepster I'm taking Kepster. I'm taking Kepster over yeah. Zest still. Though I do think Zest is, like, that's not even because, that's not even me doubting Zest. It's just, like, Zest needs more time to cook to me to put him in the conversation of, like, he is 100% better than Kepster, you know? Because Kepster, every single year, still fucking owns. He still pops the fuck off, yeah. you know? He's he still looks like an insanely... Kepsa's like, a, best... a better player who offers more the team because he's got a far flexible hero pool that can cover more. Um, yeah. And also they have Yaki to cover their... to cover, you know, potential different metas. So, like, the t their DPS line also is just more flexible as well than Infernals. So, like, overall, I'd rather have the Glad's DPS line. Yeah. 
Dude, by the way, I can't believe Yaki joins and then they lose to Maryville. Yaki's cursed. He actually is just cursed. Dude, if, he's, if he has a bad year this year, uh, I'm dropping though. I'm done with it. I'm done uh, with the Yaki Copium if he has a bad year this year. If he doesn't pop the fuck off, I'm like, nah. Oh, God. It's okay. If, if he gets if he top frags every single game, but they lose, I'll still be like, okay, Copium's still on. But if he like if he looks pretty mid and they don't win, I'm like, nah, I'm done still with it. Still on. All right. Yeah, if he, if he frags out of control, I'll still... Oh, that's the point of the scoreboard. That's why they added it. So I could continue my Yaki Copium forever. <laughs> I uh, I promise we'll move on, but I got a, a few more teams. This is kind of like where the top 10 argument, like it, it's not really as exciting as it, you think it is. Uh, is MN3 assess better than Hydron, Speedily, and Sam? Yes, I think so. I would probably... S I think it's like... I think they're very young, so they have some room to grow a bit, but currently I would take him in 3 Zs. Yes. Yeah. Currently I would take him in 3 Zs. All right. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Aspire, Sugar Free. Definitely better than yes. those. Yep. Yeah. I would yeah. say so. Although but they also have room to grow. Free. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would love to see Sugar Free after a few months. This segment could end because... very poorly. Sorry, Jaws, for yeah. interrupting yeah. you. Sorry. <laughs> no, go on. No, I was just saying, like, I would love to see Sugar Free in a few months from now. It, it, there could be, we could be at a point where, like, he just comes in and just, just wrecks face. Like, we, it, untested completely almost. All right. Go on. Merit, checkmate, sauna. Merit, checkmate, and then... Uh, don't sleep I on Sauna, guys. Though. Don't sleep I think on Sauna. <laughs> I don't know enough about Sauna. I don't know enough about uh, Sauna, honestly. I'm in three and Zest, I think. Merit, right. Merit in my opinion, matches him in three. Merit matches him in three from what we currently know. It's just it's take, Zest yeah. is a fucking incredibly good player. So, like, right. overall, I would take the Infernal DPS line. But Merit That's definitely nice. keeps them in the conversation. All right. Last one. Is MN3 and Zest better than Dov and Malthel? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> hang on, I'm gonna need a minute. I'm gonna need a minute here, guys. Okay, okay, but is it better than? Is it better than? What's the? What's our proposed value DPS line? Is better than Nos and Liar? Seeker, Liar, or Seeker? Yeah. I think maybe. Tough one, fellas. Come Goblin sixty-nine and Sumito. Like fifty-fifty for me. We're getting silly. We're getting silly. All right. Let's let's round out talking about the the members on the roster here. Skewed. It'll be a very important year for Skewed here as well. He He's leaving the LA Gladiators. Uh, sort of like a third wheel, kind of like support player who, you know, obviously had a tremendously, tremendous... Wow, can't even speak. A fantastic brig uh, for LA Gladiators for the longest time, especially in 6 versus 6 uh, when they uh, won the fourth stage in 2021, getting my years right. Uh, but also, you know, seen some time playing the Senyata for this team, um, even Ana at times, uh, I believe, for this team as well. Do we think that Skewed, you know, you know, this is quite an interesting question here, Avril, because Skewed, keep in mind, he was on that garbage team in Contenders before the LA yeah. Gladiators. Do you think that, like, with his time with the LA Gladiators, do you have faith that Skewed could, like, hold his own weight on this team and actually, like, you know, play up a little bit and like, compete with some of these better flex supports? That's the question, right? Because he spent a lot of time mostly being benched behind Shun. By the way, that Contenders team... um. Oz Gaming, I believe they were called. Somehow, despite being the worst contenders team, they literally didn't win a single game. Half their roster still got picked up for Al, just as an aside. Um, so it's the craziest story I've ever what? seen from contenders Al. But I think Skewed is, when we did see him, he was great. Double flex support was so good with Skewed in. And the fact that he's got a top brig next to his flex, deep, uh, flex support um, picks is super valuable because, you know... I'm not saying that we'll ever get a double main support meta again, but if that happens, you know, the, the Jotes men with Lucio Brig, I mean, they're ready for it. Skewed is ready for it. So, uh, 
No, I think he's great. I think this is this was a legitimate upgrade, and and I'm I'm looking forward to Skew because I think he's got a lot of potential to show without constantly living in Shu's shadow. So to clarify, you you think that like Aim God was so subpar last year that you you find Skew to be like a definite upgrade? Skewed would have been an upgrade to a lot of people. It's not even about Aim God. I mean, they, okay. they you could have had a better play than Aim God. Skewed probably still would have been an upgrade. I think I think Lads last year and for. Uh, is it two years that they've had both Skew and Shu together, that was just such a good duo. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, even with the well trio, including the the main support players as well. But I I legitimately think Skew is a really really good player. Joss, what do you think about Skew time playing next to Funny I, Astro? Yeah, man, I'm like a little bit worried because he hasn't seen a lot of the uh, like not as a, a mainstay support. Brig is his his best hero by far. Are we going to see a Brig meta in in the upcoming pro am and the, the start of the Overwatch League? Doubtful. Feels like Ana Kiriko. Me and Scott have been playing actually a ton of Ana Kiriko. It's pretty fucking good. Um, it's rough, man. I I want to believe so bad because when he was on Glass and when he did sub in, he was really good. But then he was only subbed in for a certain amount of time, like for certain picks and heroes and maps and shit. So it's like. I don't know. I I, my, I think my doubts are skewed right now are going to over and outweigh, sorry, my uh, hope from him being in the Gladiators uh, with some of the other good support players. Fix is pretty decent still, I think. I think he's okay. Um, I think skewed has got a lot to prove this year. There's, I think there's only two ways this can go about. Either he's, he's going to do really damn well, like from his time in the Glads, take that experience and shit, or he's going to bomb out, which obviously I don't, I don't hope he bombs out. Yeah, I really don't hope he bombs out, but I think there's still potential there. I'm I'm not sold completely on this backline right now. He won't play Brig, by the way. If Brig well, gets played, it'll be Fixer. Sure, but that's again, that's kind of a. Hey man, Fixer right? Honor, like, Fixer Honor, as, as seen in the, in the Summer Showdown, the midseason yeah. madness tournament. Yeah, yeah. I, that's look, my biggest concern about that backline is their flexibility, right? Yeah, like, I just because they have two it. different holes to fill. They have their they have the lack of like okay, they might need an offtake, but they also might need a flexible like another one. Yeah, like, like someone else that can no, play another flex support. Do the fu- like, don't most teams like, have that problem? Most teams only have two supports. Uh, and not double well, flex. The, but like the this is like more of a pigeonhole backline right now. Like Skew was coming in to play Brig for the majority of the time that he was in, and like maybe some other heroes here and there, but like he again, not a mainstay as a support. This is his first. That, that was because of Glads. Would you no one you're not no one in their right mind would really play Skewed over Shoot. That's not because Skewed isn't good. Because shoe is shoe, but that worries right. me. Like I think I, I we think... don't, we haven't seen him tested on anything else well, we'll, properly. We'll, we'll, well, we've seen him, we've seen bits and pieces, and he looked good sure. on those bits and pieces. Because technically, like he wasn't a support player coming into the Overwatch League, he literally didn't play support. Like, yeah, sure. Sorry, who? What do you mean? Like skewed? He wasn't he a DPS? He was a DPS no, player? He, he, no, he, no, I'm pretty sure he was, was a support. Player. Player. Who am He's I thinking a... of that played DM? DPS and then no, not yeah, DM. DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the hell? I could have sworn. Am anyway, I completely. You think it's like some... Teru or somebody? No. Oh, well, no, that might that have been that. But that I don't think it was. Bobble. Maybe I'm completely misremembering. Bobble, yeah. I, I could have sworn. I could have sworn Skewed was Babble? not initially. But uh, either way, the point being, yeah. maybe we haven't seen that much of a one flex support. Yeah. In exactly. terms of like in the Overwatch League. So, and that's yeah. a worry because flex support is so fucking good. Like, like have we seen him a lot on Kiri? Fuck no. A lot on Ana? Fuck no. Like. All right. Joss looks legitimately worried. I'm concerned. And that means 
I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Well, I, I just lost it. Anyway, that means let's, Jaws uh, has to decide where they go. We've done a good job of talking about all the players like individually, but we also had to talk about uh, the Soul Inferno, relatively speaking, because the APAC region is going to be very interesting this year, you know, not only with contenders teams, but also looking at this roster with the amount of worries we have, where do they stack up? Comparing them to teams like Hangzhou Spark, um, Soul Dynasty, Guangzhou Charge, if they keep their roster the same. Uh, not the Chengdu Hunters, because who the fuck knows. But, you know, when it comes to placing the Soul Infernal on this, this tier maker right here, it gets yeah. pretty tough, in my opinion. What Does do we it, think? I think they're a solid C. What? I mean, they're not a C. <laughs> C? CB? This man's under. What's the first underrated? We're putting them for the whole. We're what? putting them for the whole. Every team in the league, we're ranking for against every team here. Uh, um, well, I mean, CB? yes. A? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that I mean, I'm just making sure that that's what we're doing. So I like, would yeah, not. Okay, I would not read too much into like the placements like within a tier. So like, I don't really give a fuck if I place like them behind Paris yeah, okay, or yeah, Vegas sure. or like you know I don't do that. But for <laughs> the tiers put, themselves, man, just put them in the Washington. Hey, what are you doing? Unproven. What are you? You putting them in the Washington tier? I am reserving. Reserving, reserving my thoughts. What's okay. unproven all five players? Where do you want them, Avril? They all played in the league last year. What's unproven? What do you want them? We just talked about it. What do you mean? I think this is a team... If I I can power rank them uh, for Apex specifically, top three right now behind Spark Fuel comfortably. So I don't know what that says overall. Overall, no, I'd say it's it overall. It's, you region. know, we're not we're not fucking around with different regions over here. When we do one through twenty, we're not doing that. Different yeah, I understand. No, that's not. That's not. I'm I'm going through my thought process. I'm mm, not saying okay. what you're doing. I'm just going I'm through saying, my sorry. thought process. Yep, I'm listening. Um, I think this team is. If we have defined an A. Uh, I would be happy anywhere B or above. But I'm I'm I would, I'm thinking A. But I'd be happy with at least B. Avril is thinking A for the yep. Soul Inferno. Behind I would not have them A, defined. but I would have them. I would definitely have them B. I would go I would B. Not have them A. B. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. I, because like, well, I'm just thinking about the other teams where we'd rank them, right? Like, okay, so like you have your classic D tiers. Like we know where the D, like pretty much all the Ds are going to be. The C. I don't think it's fair to put them in C either. I think they're definitely above that caliber. It's really a discussion: do they go in a B or an A? And it's like, if we are putting Defiant in the A. Would this team consistently match up against Defiant? Do you feel like consistently? Like, because like M three Zest, I'm not worried about. I think that DPS line could match up against Defiant very consistently. Absolutely, yep. like 100. percent Like, and likely be better than many times. Their backline, UV OG Majed versus Fixa, fucking skewed. I don't know. I think that backline is like pretty inflexible comparatively, and it lacks firepower. Not that Skewed, I think, himself lacks firepower. It's more so Fixa does. Not because Fixa's bad. He's just a pretty Fixa is to me is like a is like a, a he's like a a Jexa with less time in the league. I think Fixa is like that's how that's how I feel about Fixa. I feel like you can't you won't lose with Fixa though. Sometimes he has fed. You won't well, lose with Fixa necessarily. You will but definitely like you probably, sound barrier engage with Fixa. That I can tell you. Like, but like that's that's I feel like Jexa also currently because of his 
tenure in the league also is better. But the point being is it's more so I'm just putting him as like, it's a main sport that gets the job done. Girls get shit done. Fixa gets shit done, okay? Does Fixa he? gets shit done. Yeah, okay. he's like, he's not, I don't think Fixa is like a bad player. He's just not someone that I would ever say that like, he's, he's not exciting. Us a lot. Yeah, he's not going to win you a bunch of matches. He's just going to do his job most of the time. He's just going to do his job. And to me, the like the Majed UV backline and a double flex fucking blows this backline out of the water. Or even in a main support flex backline, like they're probably going to be like, though granted, I will say OG did not have like the greatest year. So they're more comparable. So overall, I would probably put the fight above fucking this. B. I think they should be in B. I think it should be in yeah. B. Yeah. Dude, I also so think their tank line flexibility is way better too. He's so like, still yeah, untested in a there is what I meant in like a mainstay fucking support role. Like I agree with Connor. I also think Mag again, this is his final year to be either the pop-off king that he shall be or or you know, just living in the dumpsters. Like I dude, I agree with B. Because the roster yes. actually kind of like makes sense. Compared to yes, some other rosters does. I've seen in the league. This roster, it makes sense. Apart They're the good line, players. No flexibility at all. And but they'll yeah, add one on. more player, and I'm pretty confident in Rosten that it'll be a, a, a nice, suitable player that helps this team. I think, I think B is the right spot. And, you know, people have different, different views on like A versus B. You know, what, what does S mean? How many teams are going S? We, we all have different opinions, and that's why it's fun to do these rankings in the first place. Um... Because they're just fucking fun, right? We, we specialize in fun over here. We're not being too serious and analytical. And, trying to, he's uh, trying to justify having fun. Look, we're just having fun. Look, chat. We're, we're having fun here. Entertainment <clears> Okay, we, we need to move chat. on to this topic, Joss. I can't. I can't. Okay, go can't. on, go on. Um, it's fine. All right, but there you go. Soul Infernal. I think everyone agrees. Soul Infernal B. Makes, uh, yeah. makes, makes sense. It's justifiable. It's justifiable. Um, all right. So we got two more team previews. Let's move on then. So... Uh, the reason why we didn't discuss them when it came to the news section was because we might as well do it in a team preview right here. Soul Dynasty uh, announced their roster this past week. And, of course, Profit is back. We already knew that. But four other interesting pickups, including Void, coming back from what was supposed to be the military. Uh, I guess it didn't go. And now Void is the tank. <laughs> turns out, turns out it's shorter than 18 months. It was more like 18 minutes. Yeah, it turns out. <laughs> he was on the bus and was like, nah, I'm, 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 I'm going to Uber home. I'm, I'm good. It just turned into a U-turn. It just went back home, yeah. We just went yeah, back just home. Jumps out the window. Profit as well. Profit, a hit scan player coming out of the O2 Blast system. Uh, I oh. say that because it was O2 Blast, but also the O2 Blast Academy. Before that... Um, and for your backline, you have Lee Soomin and Krillin playing the main support for this team as well. This is an interesting roster right here. Uh, Avril, you already tweeted about it. Big P, Lil P. Uh, I want a vast opinion oh, here man. while he's gorging down snacks down his throat, trying to aid his... Dude, I his love Thai sweet chili popcorners. I love their commercial for break, the Breaking Bad commercial for the Super Bowl too. Uh, that's the whole reason I started eating them. No, I'm joking. I, I just like them before that. But. The reason I go to you, I've asked, is because we need your funny bone. Uh, we need to figure out how the Actually, fuck to navigate the, team, the, by the profit, way, profit scenario. I thought this was the team that signed Fury, but because it was another like off take <laughs> that had been around for a while, I was like, oh, but I mixed it up. There was the boy. that's who they had signed. Um, is big P, yeah, little P, how. as everyone suggested, is a good? Is it a good? No, I have a better solution. The, okay. the league should probably just have them change their fucking name. Yeah, please. <laughs> Thank, yes, please. Yeah. The league should true. probably just have them change their goddamn name. People, unironically, I saw people like when I saw this, like, oh man, this is a nightmare. I don't, you know, that sucks. Like, this is gonna be a tough one to navigate. People were unironically were like, well, they just need to announce 
it, they just need to pronounce the ET differently than the IT. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what, what do you mean pronounce it differently? They're like, it's the emphasis on the prophet versus profit. And I'm like, okay, sure, technically, you yes, there is a pronunciation difference. But my guy, we're here in OT, Lijong Tower. Like, okay, here comes Void coming in to get this point. And here comes Prophet coming in quick. Prophet with a quick thing. Like, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, you, you, you're going to be screaming uh, into the mic trying to differentiate those when you're, like, casting, yeah, like, mid-OT fight on a control. Like, and everyone's like, okay, but here comes Prophet on the tracer. Don't forget, Prophet still on the flake. Like, think, just think of the cast. Think what the cast so would sound dumb. like when you're trying to, like, enunciate those words. Like, that's just and, and, ridiculous. And they make it so, oh, it's so easy, guys. Look at these people are professional speakers. Can't you differentiate? Like, what the fuck? So true. That's <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's a, it's a name. Like, I, because most of the time when I was talking to a normal, as a native English speaker, if someone was trying to tell me Prophet and Prophet and normal, non-rushed, conversation when i don't have like 10 sweaty as fuck korean boys trying to win the goddamn control point <laughs> i'd be like oh what which profit like and they use them interchangeably I'm like okay like i'd be a little confused when they say profit or profit or profit you know i'd be a little confused in and a it, cast yeah. when shit's going like wild i'd be like there's no way anyone's gonna have the time to, to yeah. do this okay. so british english you say the same thing anyway i, exactly. I would never say profit well, no yeah, one profit. says prophet. Who the oh, fuck says prophet? Prophet. <laughs> ah, I'm a prophet. No. Ah, there's lot. We're oh taking lots of prophets today. It's the same fucking thing. It's, it's exactly the same. The same. English All right. is dumb. Here's here's my issue with Big P and Little P here, Avril. Okay. I was joking, by the way. I was being a little facetious. Well, about, uh, you know, this is an important issue for us. This is very yeah. on topic for us as professionals in this industry. Okay. Who, in your mind, just to clarify, who is Big P and who is Little P? Uh, clearly Big P is profit and Little P is profit. See, I See take issue with that. <laughs> I take issue with that because Why? if I'm what? a novice viewer, I'm going to explain it to you right now. If I'm a novice viewer, I tune into the Overwatch League. You, see, uh, you know, I'm just making this up, but like, you know, maybe, maybe the Overwatch League goes back to Twitch or whatever because of this YouTube deal. I don't know if that's actually the case. But like someone on Twitch is like, oh, what's the Overwatch League? I'll tune into that. And someone goes like, oh, Big P, Little P. I will instantly assume as a new viewer to the league that Big P is the one with the longer nickname. Prophet has a that, longer okay. nickname. I'm going to... Big P. This, is, this, is, this is why uh, this I was is joking. This is the most tweet. bizarre... Well, no, this is insanely bizarre set of logic. Why would you... Big, when someone would refer to themselves like... When you talk to like the notorious, you know, when you like like a notorious B.I.G. or like Biggie Small or like someone that has like a name where like there's putting emphasis on a section, right? Or like Little Wayne. Do you assume that's because his name's really short or something? Because he's like Little Wayne. Like, <laughs> like do you think it has to do with their own shit? Like, why why would you assume it's that versus like an essentially an honorific of like Big because P? Because like, we'll Big the P because he's they have no idea. No, no but we're calling big him Big small. P because we're also we're gonna be we're gonna be indoctrinating him about talking about how Profit is the better overall player that has been around forever. You know, like the whole the Big P is more so honorific pilled than it is like a, a shortening yeah, of anything. That's what it like, was meant yeah. to be. That's the whole point of it. Like, why also, would you assume it's a linguistic like shortening of the how long the name is? Also, like, that's I, just I, so weird to me. I was your I was, first impression. Swedish people. I was I was there. also There's literally just trying to insert a penis joke in that tweet. That's what I was actually trying to do. That's fair. You I mean, look, if I cast this fucking team and they don't change their name, I'm calling them Big P, Little P. Okay, here's, here's what's actually going to happen. This is fucking so, funny. And we also so, need a height check. Here's, here's be, what's uh, actually going to happen. The, the best one that I've heard that I've thought about a lot is, uh, first of all, 
the original prophet, the goat prophet, he's keeping his name. Because I've heard some stuff. I was like, oh, just call, just don't call prophet prophet. We'll call him goat and call the other guy prophet. I'm like, why the fuck would the new guy get to be called prophet when that's the name of the original player? Surely the original player gets to keep his name. The new yeah. guy has to be the one to change his name. So that's not happening. So the solution, in my opinion, is the original prophet keeps his name. That cha- that's he's he's there because he's the fucking goat. The new guy, because the emphasis is on the PH, I'm just going to come PH. Prophet and PH is is my legitimate plan. PH? PH. Well, profit and PH. Talk about profit, talk yeah. about profit. The other guy's called PH. You could, That's I fair. mean, I'm looking at his There's alternate no other, IDs great way to solve this. that he's had before. MK18, SHSF. Uh, that wouldn't like, make any sense because it's just, yeah, there's not even close yeah, to it's the just current alien. Oh, like, the, yeah. the, the easiest is PH because that's the emphasis of what's different in his name. It's easy to say. It's sure. quick. You know, rolls off the tongue. P- and P- and P- by his I first think, name, maybe. I think it'll... Just... No, nah, that's, that's that's less easy to say. What about Lil Bro? Let's call him Lil Bro. Yo, Lil Bro! The problem is that it's just too different. It's got to be something that you can easily attach to the name. And because, again, the defining difference in the name is the ph i feel like that's where you want to attach the emphasis i unironically so, think you'll have to refer to them by the hero they're playing but yeah, that thing is it's, so, it's gonna feel so awkward it's gonna feel awkward sure like, like no when you're way. watching the play and you're like ooh, like the cassidy here gets like three kills like okay here comes genji like i mean you know, like it just it's fa- so it sounds impersonal weird. it's yeah, so it sounds impersonal like you're, you're it sounds like you're, like you're doing you're a, a ranked a game vod review yeah, yeah of a ranked you're, you're, game or something you're not even watching pro players also how do you like Build it's like it's like if you watch football, it's like the quarterback Cassie. throws to the running back. It's like what the fuck? It's like they have names. Like this doesn't make. Yeah. You don't call them. You don't. How just do you say build the storylines? Like how, what, how do you even like build I those kind of disagree, but okay. Like it's. I'd say use your the main tag like a lot of the time, but in certain situations, I think saying the hero is fine too, just not like permanently. Yeah, good. but that's the thing. You do that like ten percent of a cast, probably, right? Sure, You'd probably yeah. do the hero names like ten to fifteen percent of the cast normally. This would be like removing their names from the equation outside of like the hero yeah. select screen. All right. Yeah. Well, I think if it, you know, if you're talking about a damage player, I think either with good camera work, you're spectating the player, or you're talking about a damage player as in like killing people. You'll see it in the kill feed. I think it probably will be fine. There is. I think they just I c- their I'm going to make name. a bet. Change there the is no way they're going to change the name. I think they're going to run with it, and it's just going to be funny, and then we're just going to have to come up with something It's going to be stupid as hell. I think I'm, I'm going to be funny for a week. Like, sure it's going to be stupid as hell. They've had traditional sports where, like, two two sports players with the same last name. But the thing is, you have together. you have also, the thing is, but you have, like, uh, jersey numbers. Yeah, but you those have, like, number three. Number three with a good pass. <laughs> but uh, that's fair. That's fair. To be fair, but... That is completely fair. <laughs> I, I mean, it's. I just think it's silly. gonna be dumb because, like, we can it's avoid well, that because we can just change they, the alias. Wouldn't wouldn't they wouldn't they just add in the initial the first name? So like, if you know, yeah, they generally put the initials and stuff for like. So that's you, for like you, the logo is not during the call. I don't think. I don't know. Well, I can't, I'm trying to figure out how they would do it during the call, but my my point is like, if two people have the same last name, that you differentiate by the first name. Yeah. In in traditional yeah. sports, typically, because it's very rare that you would have some of the exact same name, both first and last. I, and then I maybe do you... remember someone pointed it out. I do remember there was an NFL play where Josh Allen, a defensive player, picked off Josh Allen, the quarterback, and it was Josh Allen picking <laughs> off Josh Allen. So that was that was that was pretty good. I do remember that. Yeah, I mean, they do say like last names a lot. Like if a player would be like, "There's a lot of Williams or like Browns or like Allen situation," but like you know, yeah. Allen here with the cash, and like they didn't specify the player name, right? So, like, technically you can differentiate it, but also, like, traditional sports are typically less hectic than Overwatch. Yeah, and yeah. also, we have the power to change it. 
We can just we can't force someone to change now. their legal name for, for sports. Typically, you can't be like, oh, you have the same last name. Actually, you'll be receiving a new lineage and you'll have a new name now. That's but like, the Chinese players are just like way further ahead of us. The Chinese players, they don't care anymore. They rename they just all the change time. the names. Coldest I mean, is like lay Cold down. J. You got Elsa is twenty. Elsa like, was is twenty now. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Next year will be 21. Like um, I so, said, I've got a good feeling it's not going to get changed. It's going to be up to the fucking APAC people that uh, end up casting. So, 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 let, me, so let, me, let me lay down what I think. Here, here's, here's the situation that needs to happen. Okay. Um, okay, let's assume, it's not gonna, let's assume they're not going to change their name. Cool, All they're right. going to change their name. So we've we got to figure out a way to do this. Uh, the solution is not, we're just going to call them both profit. The solution is also not calling them something that's actually more difficult to say. Like, if anything, the job has to be made easier. So, like... Calling him by his real name is, first of all, it's like weird as a standard for unfortunately. I know some people yeah. actually do have their real names, but that's actually their tags. It's different. Um, but his real name is both harder to say and longer in terms of more syllables. And this whole like prophet, prophet thing, I'm not changing a pronunciation of a real <laughs> life word to be weird about it. That's just strange. We're just going to do it, Avril. We're just going to do it. We just, just gotta, gotta do it. Also, and just live with it. And also, it also it just it sounds like it sounds like word salad when things get hectic, which is yeah. bad for the broadcast. Um, so it'll be fun to, for two matches. It'll be yeah, it'll be extremely hilarious for a tiny amount of time, and then excruciatingly painful for the rest of the season. Dude, can you imagine so if they do like a finals MVP thing and they're like the winner is Prophet? <laughs> like what? what so yeah. <laughs> so it's got to be it's got to be a situation where like whatever the alternative name is yeah. is a, is enough of a clear callback to the original name that it makes sense um and is easy to work with especially in 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 hectic situations um and is you know makes sense easy to say and and hopefully yeah. sounds good and that's why I, I lean towards profit and ph unless there's a better unless there's legitimately a better one uh it's it just can't be more difficult than that and that's yeah. the, that's like the, the path of least resistance which is what the the road i try and take and all the people saying like prepet and propet it's like come on propet like if we're just pet, like fucking what are we doing like you're just you're just you're just you're making it worse you're just making it worse oh uh, this is so absurd because also it's we're so doing it like a team preview oh yeah and like I, we're just like discussing but it's just so silly these people are making it worse these people are just saying like random bad things stop it guys no it's funny it was i i still lost my mind when i saw people be like yeah you have to just pronounce the difference the last one just enunciate like you are you are high you are high as you are actually high if you think that's gonna happen all right all right so uh let's actually take a break from the downstairs i want to talk about void here for a second void i mean i think we can all agree he's a great player void as the solo tank prospect on this team last year he was you would up with uh, you would up with fate on the shanghai dragons what do we think about uh, void and his prospects as a solo tank for the soul dynasty going into this year Hmm. I don't. I'm not confident you about it myself. You're not sold. I'm not sold on soul. You want some assistance here. You want some rounding he, out because he just doesn't. He literally. We have zero tape on him playing other stuff. And like, I think Void is a very good player. Like, you have an off tank role. You're not gonna be like upset about this. It's just I just don't know what it's gonna look like if he's a solo tank. I simply don't know what the quality of the solo tank is gonna be. That's it. That's my number one concern. I literally I mean, have no clue. No clue. 
It's fine with the Junker Queen, uh, but I don't think we're going to get a Junker Queen meter again, so that's a little but bit also, redundant. But also, I don't consider Junker Queen typically... Junker Queen, like, obviously, it's kind of like a, one of those tanks where, like, some main tanks could do it, some flex tanks could do it, but, like, every flex tank could have played Junker Queen. It's just, like, whatever yeah. the role. Some main tanks were atrocious <clears throat> at Junker Queen, you know? So so the, 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 the problem with Void is, we look back at last year, Shanghai had a pretty rough season outside of their stage win, which was deserved, and that was actually off the back of Void, so he was kind of spearheading that one. But... Man, he just barely got game time, and I'm not saying it's his fault, but we got a lot more main tank metas than we did off tank metas, and even even in even in, in the actual off tank metas, I feel like when Void was legitimately subbed in playing the Samzari and stuff like that, it, it felt like he wasn't up to scratch. I don't know if it was his fault or maybe the whole of Shanghai was just they were fucking around because Flitter also had a really shocking year, so it could have just been the whole team really. Um. Uh, yeah, Void's, Void's entire season last year just kind of was a bit of a letdown, so it doesn't leave you with a lot of confidence, unless it's Junker Queen. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, I, I, again, it's I, an, I another kind of untested, like, how are they going to do on their own kind of thing on a uh, on a roster? Are they going to pick up another tank, or the, are they going to pick up another support player, is the big question? Because I, th I feel like you got to go tank. well. But I feel like, yeah, you've probably got to just go for a main tank. Player. Yeah, you do. But they have, I feel like main tank players are so fucking rare these days. Fate's um, available. Uh, yeah, that's true, actually. Fate, fate is fucking available. Um, but I don't know. I think Void's going to be pretty okay. It, it really does depend on the meta, though. I think if we do get like a strong, like Sigma, Diva, like off tank meta y kind of thing, I think he's going to do pretty damn well. But. Other than that, yeah, the team's going to struggle. I feel like most teams right now are struggling to find that balance between having um, an extra support player and an extra tank player. Um, and it looks like Soul are going to be one of those two. It's just even in the off-tank meters, like I said, even in the off-tank meters where Void did play yeah. outside of the jungle queen, it just wasn't, it wasn't really like didn't uh, really like, didn't convince oh, you that Shanghai were, were good. And I'm not saying it's sure. Void's fault, but Shanghai didn't succeed in the off-tank meters either as a team. So it's just... Me doesn't leave you with a good a feeling. Better, the better player there. Hmm? Um, I said Fate was definitely a better player right there, right? Yeah, I mean, we also did have more main tank metas, but yes, yeah. uh, in, when when you compare Fate's performances when it was his turn yeah. on the controller versus Void, Fate, Fate did more. All right. I'm sure... Uh... I'm sure, Avril, you have lots to say when it comes to Prophet uh, and Lee Sumin as well, considering how big of talents they are. I do want to throw it to Avast and Joss as well, uh, first here. Have you, have you done any studying up on these new rookie players? Uh, on Lee Sumin? Not a I, player, but... I watched some of his stuff from Sin Prisa Gaming. Seems pretty good. Well, is that seems to be my take on Lee Sumin. Um, Prophet, also O2 Blast, he seems like... I, I don't know. I'm... From what I've seen, this is limited, right? So I'm not going to go speak from like a full exact authority because I haven't like poured through the VODs. I've just seen bits and pieces and like kind of jumped between VODs essentially to just get a, like kind of an overview. I, I put out my mind. I, I expanded my mind like Professor Xavier and just income. I just en encapsulated a lot of data. And I see, I would say they're both pretty good. Um, I actually might have, I don't know. I'm at points. I was like, I might have even had these zoom in potentially on like a raw potential as a support player, I'm more excited about them than I am Profit, the new Profit, PH Profit. But PH. like, I'm a, I would say they're both like pretty just solid additions right now. Where I'm like, I think Lucimin is like I said, I'm more excited about them joining. I, I think there could be a pretty interesting prospect. 
I would say my only problem with PH is only being on O2 Blast. And, like, that's weird to say that being a problem. But if you're on a team that just consistently has the best talent in Korea that will just funnel players to the Overwatch League, not saying you could kind of slip under the radar just getting dub after dub after dub, but I would like to have seen him on, like, a different team that hasn't got the historical, like, success as uh, as an O2 Blast does before, like giving a like oh this guy's a he's the new proper you know he's the new like he's the new goat dps player that's come up through through korean contenders um yeah obviously won a lot with the team but at the same time is he like what what if he has bad worst teammates like what is it what if he is I th- like yeah i agree with team? you jack i agree so with you heavily on that it's one. like hard yeah. to i i always think it's kind of hard to really judge someone that's only been on a team that just fucking wins everything I'll yeah I'll, I'll give my, my I'll give my sense too and then we can let the Avril cook here. Um, I I will say I I don't know how good of a you know would make your very pick is here, but when trying to find profit uh, pH pH vods uh, which are hard to come by because aid plays uh, a lot for the auto blast as well. Um, this half was really what kind of like convinced me that I do have uh, faith in profit. I think. Profit not only like, you know, racking up picks, you're playing Widowmaker, whatever. Um, but the aggressive, proactive nature of how we played Widowmaker was just like instantly we won me over and gave me confidence that this is someone I want to see in the Overwatch League. Like, got good mechanics, you got picked there, which is unfortunate and ironic for my point here. Um, but overall, like, like last year, for example, one thing I was wrong about, and you know, sometimes, you know, I get things right, and sometimes I get things wrong. One thing I was wrong about was that I thought that Gurio would excel with Dallas Fuel, because I thought Gurio was a good player on a bad team, and being part of Dallas Fuel, um, it sort of like unleash him and make Gurio really good. Um, what we saw in the 2022 season, though, was Gurio was just like so passive. Like he just, and if you go to the Overwatch League stats lab and you actually go and look at like Gurio first elim rates, it's so bad. It's like low. It's really bad. But just looking at Prophet, the way he plays Widowmaker on this map, and you know, they, they won this fight already, but like, I, I feel like he's way more proactive and takes engagements and like really peaks aggressively and finds picks as a result. That instantly to me, just like that display of confidence in your game as a Widowmaker and willingness to like find opening picks um I just loved seeing that and so it, it it already like set me up as a great first impression where I'm like this guy is a hitscan player who seemingly is skilled and he's proactive in his game and he finds opening picks like that's what I want to see from a hitscan player so um round us out here Avril what do you what do you think about the uh, PH as a pickup here for this old dynasty so the 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 blessing and curse of O2 Blast is you get to be on the best team, but you are sharing the roster and starting positions among like so many other people. Like O2 Blast have always have gigantic rosters and they like to hoard talent because they know they can sell them. And for O2, that's been working like a charm for several years now. You just hold all the best talent in your team and cash in every every offseason. Um, not only, Jack, you mentioned, okay, you only played for one team. Not only is it only play for one team, that's not, as much of a red flag for me. He only plays one hero on one team, and just the Winnemaker, which on this Winnemaker we're seeing from the clips, and as Johnny said, great performance, clean mechanics, super sharp auto player. Obviously, it helps when you your team is able to give you all the space in the room, uh, all the you know, all the space in the world, and the rest of the team is able to kind of gap the other 
members on the other side and in the various positions yeah. like two U's not getting past max in that sigma battle no no chance he sings definitely going to be I, I i can't even see who the other sojin players just totally forgotten is aid he sings better than aid aid is good though um prophet's going to have full map control in situations like this is going to help him out a lot but he's also just mechanically super super talented but we haven't seen him on other picks and i have the same criticism in terms of people would ask me like how, how good do you think this player is and, and it was like well, he's mostly benched behind Probe. To be fair, Probe is there oh, to play right, yeah. the Sojin, and we never got to see PH on Sojin at all. It's just Probe smashed out the Sojin, so clearly O2 had in their minds that, well, we have two hit scan players, and, you know, and actually, by the way, Heesang also plays Sojin at various points. So that's two DPS in your team, both a flex DPS and another hit scan that's played Sojin over you, if we're talking about for PH's POV. Um, yeah, he, he only got subbed in to play Widowmaker, and that was it. I, I don't know if I should be concerned or or what, but he there's no way you pick up a player just off the Widowmaker. So clearly, he's done better in trials. He's done better to so to to show the Soul Dynasty he's got more flexibility, and he's going to have to because there's only two DPSs on this roster, and if they do get a six player, I expect their last player to be a tank to cover Void. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think this is potentially a risky pickup because probes available right like no one yeah, picked him up you, is that that was going to be my next question would you have assumed that dynasty would have preferred either probe or aid as to his i would have i would i don't know about a but i i, I per, is probe eligible by the way i don't know he's how old he is blast, yeah and he's 18 years old is he is he okay well i'm i maybe would have taken probe because probe is clearly o2 blast preferred pick he probe benched pa probe was the starting hit scan player right o2's thought that he was the better player I, I don't know what happened to the scrims. I don't know what happened to the trials. Maybe could it could also maybe, be a buyout thing. Maybe. Um, could it be? Did, did they not both have the same? Maybe they didn't. I, I mean, no I'm, talk, I'm I'm just saying as a you know, I have no fucking idea. But it's, I mean, it could be. But like because I don't because we don't know anything about the buyers, I'll just speak only in a vacuum towards sure. the player's yeah. skill on its own, and, and and that alone, I felt like pro would have been the better pick outside of any no, no knowledge of scrims or trials or anything like that just on match data and matches alone and, and just the decision-making with an O2 to play probe over PH as a starting player. So that surprised me because if probe's available, then they pick the sky over probe, which is really interesting. I'm uh, moving on to Lee Su-Min. He's good, but like we realistically only saw him on Kariko. I know in the gameplay footage you just put on, that was like some Zen in there, but realistically, if we talk about what was good about Lee Su-Min, what did he do well? It was basically Kariko, and I don't, he didn't play in A-sides, he only played in B-sides and run it black, so the last two out of three tournaments, which were hard Kariko metas, and um, we saw no flexibility, not his fault, because that's just a meta, and you're obviously not going to play any other support when Kariko is dominating, so if we just continue getting Kariko metas, I'm sure he'll do fine, I don't know what he looks like outside of that here, though. How sold are you on Lisa means Kiriko. Just like if we're like sort of like putting it on a scale, because uh, I I watched a limited amount. I'll, I'll I'll say that, but some of his Kitsune rushes, considering like how people are hyping up Lisa Min, some of his Kitsune rushes and some of his Susus were a bit suspect to me. Do you think he comes into the league as like a better than average, like support player? Do you think he's that talented? He's that good, or do you think he has something to prove in the league? I think you got to narrow it down. Is he better than average Kiriko player? Because we really don't know what the rest of his picks kind of look like. And I don't count that one Zenyatta map as really telling me a lot. Uh, I just He's such an unknown because I haven't seen his games outside of what he's done in Simprisa. 
And what he's done in some prisons is just Kariko. And his Kariko mechanics were solid. Um, I think he did some... I, I don't remember if I specifically made any insane comments about him, but I, I do remember he carried some games of where no, I notice a support player like really showing up. And I don't mean on the kill feed. I just mean like kill feed plus other impact timings, different things. Are they saving players? Are they in the right place? All this other kind of other stuff. And if you can sort of stand out, and make me remember you that's something i feel like lee suman definitely hit that hit that bar i don't know if that's like a, a very valuable i guess it's an eye test kind of situation for me so he passes an eye test for me so yeah he's impressive enough he's he's probably one of the if you were to ask me for a list of players outside the o2 blast uh members to look out for lee suman would definitely make the list yeah see i i agree with that that's why i was like pretty big on lee suman because i felt like profit like the aforementioned things, he just had every resource in the world to work with on top of also having a limited hero pool. Well, I feel like Lucifer was like working with, he was, he was, that guy was slumdog, he was slumdog billionaire in it, you know? Like he was like, he's been, he was grinding from the ground up profit. He was kind of, I wouldn't describe him as a Nepo baby in this sense, but like in terms of like <laughs> what the resources they had to work with, it was like vastly different. And Lucifer had like pretty good moments, but his flexibility is also suspect. I really don't know what it's not his fault though it's just the meta no no it's just the meta exactly so like to me i'm like i'm seeing that and i'm seeing the differences and like i'm more excited about lisa capabilities especially from like the classic like no name like low you know like lower tier contenders korean team like korean contenders team like importing like just some like crazy talent than i am like oh new o2 plat blast like fucking backup dps player just dropped you know like i'm just like yeah <laughs> you know like lisa just a far more exciting prospect to me and like what they're doing you feel like people just kind of give and people includes us as well just kind of give free passes to every o2 blast players like might as well i mean he's from o2 blast probably gonna be good i feel like you know well, don't need to I look think, too much I think into profit, it ph ph would be like the candidate because we don't know anything about ph and when we're going to, i mean we might as well do it now um and we'll have the rest of the conversation like when we're doing this tier maker right now and we're putting soul dynasty on this list I'm honestly worried about PH. Like, we don't know too much about this player. Yes, he succeeded on O2 Blast. He had, like, good Windmaker at times. What happens if we go into a Genji Tracer meta? Is, is, is Prophet... Uh, big... Fuck! Prophet going to play Genji and PH going to play Tracer? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing? That's yeah, what I'm saying. He's the, completely untested outside of the team that always wins everything. So this might be one of the few teams in the league... With Weird. one tank player that I'd almost rather, for confidence sake, see pick up a third damage player. Because I have no idea how good PH will be and how flexible PH will be. I'd rather oh, just yeah, like, and if I had to pick between one more tank and one more damage, I'd rather want a more, uh, one more damage. I just I remember take, as well. Actually, I'd take the gamble on the DPS, to be honest with you. I'd pick up another tank. We don't know anything about personally. PH except this Widow. I would take the gamble. I 100% would take the gamble. But the thing you is, I mean, that's, we don't know anything about fucking Lee Sumin either, that, other than his Kiriko, really. So, Ex what, 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 what we do know is Kiriko is still meta. Meta yeah, is fine. Right. Sure. So, right now. What we need is a leak. We need a leak scrim code. We need a scrim code leak right now from Dynasty. Where are the scrim code leaks? Full Dynasty, please. Please. So, Dynasty versus Shanghai Dragons, where are they at? I will pay good money. I will pay. Where do they stream in Korea? They stream on Twitch still? I'll, Twitch subs. Yeah. I'll pay Twitch, Twitch subs for subs. your codes. There you go. <laughs> oh, man.
Where are we putting yeah. this team, guys? It's we haven't even spoken about Krillin yet. Apparently, he's doing some Lucio oh, stuff. Oh yeah, but you got Krillin Lucio, so. fellas. Krillin Lucio versus Gangnam Jin Lucio. Who wins? Jesus Christ, man! Oh my God! This is like this is actually <laughs> so nightmarish because Gangnam Jin, like I've never. This guy is like you ever seen like a, you know, like that's it's like the it's like the stereotypical sitcom of like a a dad that's just like beaten down by life. Like a dad is like he has like, like four kids. It's like. He's just like, I'm working in the mines, essentially. That's Gangnam Jin on Lucio. Gangnam Lucio is like the actual definition of like, he's been beating the fuck down. He shouldn't be on this, but he has to do it to provide for his team. He's got to provide. And like, I... This is fucked up, dude. I, I, I would take... I would take Gangnam Jin Lucio over Krillin. Simply because Gangnam Jin... Here's my reasoning. Gangnam Jin, if they ever have to play, like if they have to flex, I'd rather have Gangnam Jin on the double... Like as a support, as a main support player in general, I'd rather be able to have Gundam Jin to like flex to another role to help fill out the back line. Um, and uh, he's at least had one season playing it. And there's no way he can be worse because, and here's the reason, he was on the worst team on planet Earth last year's main support. That is the dick flattening <laughs> machine. That is the mm -hmm. absolute two-dimensional dick maker. Like right there. He's got to be, like, going to at least a slightly better team. It's like taking a weight off your fucking chest. Like, he's going to be able to live for more than, like, two seconds at a time. Like, it's it should drastically increase his odds of survival and, like, impacting the game. Because New York was so unbelievably giga-hyper ass that, like, I just, I think I'd still take the Gangnam Jin Lucio. You know what? It's, it's because Gangnam Jin has to put his through kids through college and so he's got to do overtime <laughs> in the mines he's got to yeah. pump with that overtime in the mines he's, gotta, he's, gotta, he's in the lucio mines he's got to be doing it <laughs> uh probably know. c I, for me guys i think this team is a c it, it, this team could have poten massive like swing potential they could like fucking shoot up after a couple of weeks you know but I think C is pretty safe right I now. I don't know why. I really wish, honestly, I just say fuck it and just be like, Gonem Jr. playing flex support. Lisa Minier learning Lucio. Like, there's that. No, like, honestly, I would just do that and just be like, you're going to learn Lucio. Like, it can't be worse than Gonem Jr.'s Lucio. You mean Krillin? Uh, yeah, I mean to see, I mean to see Krillin. Not, yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I was like, uh, I would say Krillin. I would be like, yeah, Krillin, you just play. Like, I just don't understand why Krillin is the main support pick, I should say. Like, I don't understand why Krillin's the main support for this team at all. But I guess there's just not. That's how that's how Blacklist is Sanguinar Sanguinar exists. Yeah, yeah, he literally exists. I just don't understand. Like, why do we need Krillin? Like, why? I, I think and dude, also, I, if you're going to get Krillin, why not pick him up and put him on flex support and then pick up Sanguinar? Like, yeah. I just don't get it. Dude, I think Sanguinar has committed a crime. He must be a convicted fella. Everyone's a crime, this way. Everyone's dodging him. I, oh my god, I can't. Uh, Is he a booster? I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. I read a Reddit comment somewhere. I don't know who it was, but they were like, Maybe surely this guy is a booster. There's no way teams That's like that. That has to be the only thing, right? Yeah. But like, does Korea still care about boosting even right now? Yes, yes. they do. They still they do. Care, they care enough that I tr I legitimately believe proper will not be on the Korea World Cup team because of the. It would have to be situation. a major culture shift for them not to. Dude, care about this boosting. fucking Melvin guy in chat. Dynasty DPS are better than Infernal. I'd argue. They are heavily underrating Prophet. Where does this guy get the juice? Oh, he's only played Widow, man. He's played Widow on O2 Blast while his team gaped. Absolutely gaped to the other teams. Like, fucking even three. He's going to a ball full time in the APAC region. Like, no way. No way Melvin, you're saying that. Where are that. the scrim codes? Where are they? Yeah, where are the scrim codes? Melvin, Melvin, give Melvin us the scrim David. codes. Melvin. Where are they? I mean...
I, no, I mean, look, as much as I want to put Big P in, this, in the beat here, I just feel like this boat has so many holes in it. No, this, this boat has so many holes in it. I have one cork, and I don't know what hole to plug. This this is absolutely C as fuck. This is my university level GPA. This is C as fuck right here. Like, put this in there. Like, put <laughs> Oh, it, in the it feels like, so bad, bad, though. This team has Void and yeah. Big P on it. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah, but Volt's just... season was just not impressive. Also, if we're going off the Scrimbox rumors, we don't have the codes, but people are saying that the Krillin main support is so bad that it's tanking this team. Like, it's literally <laughs> oh, killing oh, this no. team. Oh, it is the boy. drill tweet of, like, $200. Help, please help my family starving. $200 on food, $300 on utilities, $6,000 Krillin main support. Please, someone help <laughs> my budget. Like, it's like, I, I, I just think this is, like... I, that's the rumor, at least, that Krillin's main support is so bad that right. it's like killing this fucking team when you, preseason. When you need a sixth player, but you have to fill a main tank position and then a DPS and a main support position on your team. Soul yeah. Dynasty legitimately need three more players, not one. They need the crypto sponsors, bro. They need the crypto sponsors. Oh, they're gone. Say? All they're, my I mean, apes they're all gone. gone. They're all, all liquid. All my team, apes. Bro. Surely, there has to be one more NFT to milk. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> we got one more team preview for the day, and... Uh, Godspeed, I hope we can close it out before the three-hour mark. I dread that three-hour mark every time we do a freaking Platchat episode. Why? Because you don't want to work hard? Like Gangnam Jin in the Lucio mines? You're not just looking hard mines. on? You know, I'm deep inside of me. I'm channeling the Michael Jordan. I took that personally meme right now. Well, this is what happens when you, you spend 30 about minutes more about RuneScape, right? working hard for this fucking podcast, getting it out each week. How, how Listen. fucking dare you? I took that personally. <laughs> we'll, we'll fucking go four hours. I'm here to week. motivate you. We'll, I'm here we'll, to motivate you. I'm going to fucking keep this pod going till you have to sign off and go back to your shitty work, okay? I'm going to keep oh, this pod the going for hours. The villain arc, it's coming shit. out. It's coming out right now. The villain arc, there it is. Oh my god. You got a content shoot today? You got a content shoot? Oh, sorry, I've asked. We're going to keep going here for a while, you know? Keep I it open. This is Johnny's joke origin story. We're going to keep it going, man. That's how it goes. Sorry, bro. Well, then let's keep it going. What's the next thing? Team preview. Hangzhou Spark this time. Um, I can't remember. Are these five or are they, they, they have six players? They have six, right? They have six. Yeah, yeah they, they do. They do. Yeah, twenty is good. Oh no, sorry. I meant the number, not the player. But yes, they don't have like seventeen players like they've done in previous. No, they only have games. six players. This, Hangzhou Thank Spark. God. All it took was a global economic collapse in terms yeah. of like VC Jesus. money. And and China f continuing to have like three plus years of COVID way, restrictions, and they finally I say done it. how satisfying it is that Quinty's player number is also twenty. That is very satisfying. Yeah, it's nice. It's I wonder if satisfying. that was uh, intentional. Yeah, probably. Yes, that because you'd, ha you'd have to cancel the season if it, if his name didn't match his number. I'm dude. Yeah, if he renamed finished. twenty and his yeah. number was like eight, like what the fuck is that? That'd, that'd be fucked up. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. That would be. That would be. Sense. That would be. It's like imagine he should have just changed his name to like should have changed his name to like <laughs> Leaf. Could have had Leave and Leaf. <laughs> same team. Christ. Christ. Leaf. I've asked how At happy. Least be different. How happy are you about the return of Elsa to the Overwatch League? I'm actually really happy. I think Elsa's pretty good. I, I, people, I, I, I used to be, I still am big on it. Like when I talked to, I, I can't remember what season, I think it was like the 2020 season where I was like, I'm pretty sure it was, it was, was that when he joined Chengdu or was that 2021? I was probably even 2019. No, God, no, but I think, no, it wasn't 2019 20, because 20, right? 2019 they had no, they didn't have a real tank player because they had like Among and they had, um, their main, their off tank was, uh, oh my God. 
actually, no. But, no, uh, I don't think uh, it was. That's a great trivia question. Late I young. can't they remember late 2019. Young, right? Yeah, it was late, late Young. young. Oh, it was wow. Late Young, yeah. So they had like, and Late Young was like a good Daria, but like, I, it wasn't, I didn't really put him on value comparatively. And then they got, then they got Elsa 2020. I was like, wow, this guy actually like fills holes. Like, I think Elsa's a pretty solid player. I don't think he's like going to win like, or 20. I think 20 is not going to win like championships for a team necessarily, but he's like going to get the job done. Yeah, I'm going to go look at his stats, actually. Wasn't, wasn't, didn't he have, like, a great season at some point? Yeah, I, I, I have always thought that they were a pretty solid I mean, this player. is... I actually think this team in general is, like... This is I'm the trying Chinese to think about, I think this... I don't... I, I think this <laughs> might be the... It if looks, I'm thinking about current APAC, can you think of a team currently better, other than, like, the Fuel... Is like it's pretty much them and Infernal are like the best teams in APAC. I mean, Hangzhou right? Spark is one level above. Yeah, I'd say they're the second best. Team I would of say all the that, I would say there's two, a very easy. real. Yeah. There's a real chance that this is the best team in APAC. This is, I think, to me, this is the favorite in APAC, even above Fuel. Yeah. Uh, not just because of the I don't who forget about Edison. I mean, look, Hanbin's gonna Hanbin's gonna be better than oh, Gushui, uh, Elsa, but. The DPS line is just so fucking much better on Hongjo. And their support line is good. Their support line's yeah. good, too. Mark's honor was so sick. Holy shit. That Thanks is the so. hero that stands out for me for Monk. Yeah, and they've oh, they've damn. gotten um they've gotten Ray back, right? Yep. That and that's super important because uh whatever it is, leave only pops off when when Ray's the head coach. Those two things are intertwined. Doesn't so. Ray take a year gap? Yeah, he only play. He only coaches in even seasons, and he even he, he seasons, takes a yeah, now, he takes a year off in the odd seasons. We should That's start calling him Even Stevens. That'd even be a funny Stevens, nickname. Yeah. Let's call him Even Stevens. Did you uh, did you guys watch the scrim between the Houston Outlaws and the Hangzhou Spark? I didn't. No, oh, wait, but don't did care. Leak that by the way. Did Houston leak that? I was Houston, hundred percent. Because uh, here, because I, I I have a theory. When when teams leak their own scrims, they're obviously only going to leak scrims, think, right? Did Violet accidentally leak it? I could be wrong. So my, 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 my theory on these leaks, sometimes they are just legitimately accidents, but when they get leaked and they're not accidents, you're obviously only going to leak scrims where you played well and your team did well. Right? You're not going to leak scrims where you get... beat Houston on King's Row, I think, if I recall correctly. Uh, and then on Ilios, they played like... I just remember the like clip. I just saw the clip Echo of Leave playing Echo and he just hunts down Pelican's Trace is what I saw. Mm. And that yeah. was pretty satisfying. There were some... Uh, there were some good moments. There were some bad moments. Hangzhou Spark. It definitely. I looked at the. I looked at those two vods, and um, I think the takeaway for me was that it was like two very promising teams that just wasn't clicking. Like it, you could tell there was like preseason scrims. Um, some of the teamwork aspects, some of the team chemistry. I mean, it just wasn't there. It was close, but sometimes you'd had like Gushue go in with like leave, and they do some dive, and like the back line would be like left out to dry for Spark, and it'd just be like a little bit all over the place. Lengsa was like caught alone on the in King's Row point A, and like Monk was doing his own thing. So it was like a like, little bit all over the place. But like you could tell that these were like two very mechanically smart teams, yep. but they were just a little bit off. So it looked promising anyway. What I what I think about that situation as someone that didn't look at the leak scrims, maybe I should, but um. But then again, it's just, I don't know, all this Scrimbuck shit, I'm starting to get over it. Point is, uh, if this team is competitive with, with Houston and even beating them in maps, and Houston is a team I consider to be at the very top echelon of all teams, both regions this year, that's a great sign for the Spark. Because Houston is legitimately like one of the best rosters we have it's this year. It's a super team. Yeah. So if Hangzhou Spark is it's taking maps and they're competitive, I mean, that's, that's insane for the Spark.
It's fucking scary. This team has the potential just to just blow everybody out of the fucking water. I can't believe we actually have Shadow leave still. Like, that's insane amounts of talent. I agree with Abra. I think them being the favorites in APAC and even just being, you know, I don't want to crown them too early, but fuck me. They could genuinely be the best team in APAC this year. Yeah. At minimum, as good as Fuel, if not better. Yeah, I think they. I think they will be better. I think they will be the best team in APAC. I think. Could, I think also play. Linksa, Linksa being on the Valiant, which should be a war crime that should be tried at the international court. <laughs> so I, I think that like Linksa is like gonna be like, it, it is the next generation of like very good Chinese. Of, like you know we had like the old head Chinese main supports that are like very very good of like Xerneas and and super rich and stuff. And I think Linksa is that next generation of like they're the ones that are supposed to like be the 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 next the gen z essentially but not quite the gen z technically i don't actually know Lynx's age but just in terms of the generational i mean and i i think i think their backline is going to be nuts i think their backline Lynx has had so much interest from so many teams in the west like comparatively to any other chinese player just because like outside of like leave essentially but like no one's been able to bring them over he's got Literally, the packing no one's been able to, like, stamp of approval no one's That's been true. able to bring him over Wait, like Valiant wanted him when it was under packing. Albert wanted him under Mayhem. Like, there's been a lot of different teams that have like looked at him to bring over, but it's just been like hard to do so. Um, so it's uh, it's I I think this will be the team that will unleash their potential, and I'm I'm excited for it. I think it's I think it's gonna be yeah. I think they're gonna be by far the best team in APAC. I think I just don't think I think Fuel would be better than them if they had a slightly better backline, but I don't I don't rate Fuel's backline nearly as high. Big thing. I um, my take is when it gets this close, when you get to like Dallas Fuel or Santos Park, coaching to me is just going to have such a huge impact. Because you look yeah. at this roster and you're like, they have all the pieces. This team could legitimately, I'm not kidding, like could win a championship. It all hinges on like coaching. Oh yeah. What is like the substitutions going to look like? What compositions are they going to uh, play? Um, how does uh, Ray get them to play with each other? Um, all these small details are going to make like the biggest difference. And you know we know that Ray is a good coach, but then you look at Dallas Fuel. You could point out a few flaws on the Dallas Fuel, but because they have Coach Rush, it's like I can't dismiss them. And so this is going to be one of those incredibly um, entertaining kind of like races to the top in APAC where. I don't know if Dallas will be number one. I don't know if Hangzhou will be number one. It it comes down to like the very small details. So that makes it very exciting. I I think there is a element of meta dependency or this team. I'm sure there is for a lot of teams, but specifically here where if we're talking about their capability to win championships, I'll elaborate on that for you a little bit because I feel the same way in some respects and maybe that is overrating them, but they would need some meta things to go their way. You would have to have yeah. ideally a Winston meta for Gushue. You want Shy on the Tracer and you want Shy on Sojin where Sojin can still take over the game. And then you have three players who are considered somewhere between top one to top two in, their, in that respective hero at, at their relative peaks. So we know that they have the capability of gapping just about anybody else in the league on that specific hero or even adjacent heroes. If we talk about stuff like, okay, maybe leave plays an echo instead or shy goes towards a widow or another hit scan and uh for gushue maybe maybe for him it's mostly just the winston uh, linksa and monk is is maybe the slight um area where it's like okay you wouldn't consider either of them like super elite on their specific heroes or roles um i think we haven't seen i, I think to connor's point linksa hasn't been on a team that can really push potential yet because 
Valiant's not going to be the team where Lynx is going to come out and really prove what he can do. Uh, he also does feel like the next best option in a way where, like, you know, you go down the list, it's like, okay, well, Ray's not going to work with Yveltal slash Xerneas anymore. They, that bridge has supposedly been burnt. Nisha, I, I had a pretty shocking year last year, so that I don't think Ray wants to go down that road. So I guess Lynxer is... And he, he both probably is the best option and also by default the next best option anyway. Um, and Monk, I still think, is likely the best flex support you'll get out of China. His only competition is Farway. So, and Farway's um, most likely back on charge. And I think you'd still pick Monk over Farway anyway. So that's uh, more than acceptable. Monk, Anna is another situation. And that's the other thing as well. So if we're going to talk about best picks, if you're going to get into a Winston meta with Gushua, you're most likely going to get into an Anna meta as well to back up that Winston unless Kariko is still just way too OP which would be the only Jeez. downside for Monk. So I think, you know, you hit the meta stride with this team. Yeah, they could probably win a championship if everyone gets to play the best hero. Yeah, and that's the biggest discrepancy, right? I think you could definitely look at both the Dallas Fuel and the Hydro Spark, and the meta will have a huge impact on either team. Because as much as people say that, like, Hydro Spark has great flexibility, if you have to pick between the Dallas Fuel or the Hydro Spark, if it's an off-tank meta, Hanbin... Oh, it's, it's done. Hanbin has the edge. Like, um, you know, Hanbin Point is going Elsa, to be better than... Elsa can't compete. No, he can't. Um, and, you know, that will be a great thing for the Hydro Spark when they play teams like Dynasty, when they play teams like Soul Infernal. But if you want to win tournaments and you have to beat Dallas Fuel with Hanbin, with Elsa, that's an uphill battle. I'm not saying they can't do it, but I'm saying that I'll favor the Dallas Fuel. On the other side of the coin, if you're in a Winston meta and you're playing Gushue versus Hanbin, hey, man, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Gushui's favored. Like, we know that. Because we... Is Hanbin's uh, Winston going to be good enough? Probably not. Um, so, meta is going to have a lot of uh, influence here. Whether we consider Hangzhou's Bark or Dallas Fuel the number one team in APAC. But I'm extremely excited to see both of these teams compete against each other. Um, hopefully quite frequently. Um, the APAC region is going to be quite lit because Hangzhou's Bark got this roster together. I'm very much looking forward mm. to it. Um... I feel like we did a pretty decent job there. We already touched uh, a little bit on like Shy and Leave. I think, you know, we're all like, very excited about that as well. Is it a top five duo in the league? Probably. Um, I don't want to get into that discussion again, but it, it's a fa one hell of a damage line. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think, uh, unless anyone has any like stone on turn with the Hunter Spark, I think we can already go ahead and place them. In the cheer maker. And now this is where it gets very exciting to see where you guys want to play a team like the Hunter Spark. I think it's pretty obvious. I don't is know it? about you boys. Yeah. Well, I wanna I I do think there's a devil's advocate in here thing to be placed about like when we think of like because the question is just are they S or A tier? But yeah. I think it's gonna be pretty that's like the only question to be asked. Yeah. I think if you're in if you're but I mean, like, they have fucking. I mean, you got it. Yeah, they have to be S. They literally have to be S. They have to be If you're talking maybe winning a championship and having that potential, then it's S. I mean, like, Shy Leave is an S tier DPS duo. Monk Links, in my opinion, is an S tier support line. And even if they're not necessarily the best support line. And then I also think that, like, Gushway Elsa is like a solid. That might be the weakest part of this team, and it's still an A tier. You know? Like, that's like an no. S-tier team if you balance it out. I don't think it, there's anywhere else you can put it. Realistically. Here's my concern, and here's what I'll say. I'm not saying this is not my opinion, but I'm just giving additional context. If we put Hangzhou Spark in S-tier, 
we might set a precedent where we have to include more teams like them in S tier. And what I mean true. by that is yeah. team like San Francisco Shock. I don't think it's anyone surprised that we'll obviously put San Francisco Shock in S tier. But if we put Hangzhou Spark in S tier, that probably means we'll have to have a pretty complicated conversation around Atlanta Rain, Boston Uprising, Dallas Fuel, Houston Outlaws. Some I of these teams... I think there should be another tier between A and S at this point. No, I, don't I mean, think we, we need another. Kind of cross that bridge when we tier. come to it, but yeah, yeah, I guess it will be a battle. I, because like overall, I don't think there's like there's really no point like holistically still when you compare it like against those teams. I would take. I, don't, I would take current a current spark over. Fuel, <clears> I think. I think I would take current spark purely on a roster thing. However, Rush works miracles. Rush does work miracles. And also, we don't know what Dallas's sixth player is going to be. True. If Dallas they get, yep. if they have another player. If Dallas picks up the right player, I would potentially put fuel over them, right? It's so not it's a Sanguinar. Like, yeah. Not going to be Sanguinar, apparently. So <laughs> I don't know. I. And then, like, because the only other people you for sure have an S, like, teams you have to have an S, right? Or, like, you have to have Shock. You have to have, like, Houston. And you probably have to have. Well, rain. you could, you could, you should probably should have rain. Maybe. You probably should have. Maybe. Rain. I think you have to because, like, I don't know, like, where else, they can't fit. Like, I'll, I'll say this. It. I think, you know, just th there's no logic to this, but just gut feeling. It feels like if we have more than four S teams, we have kind of failed somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That, so you want to where... do a bell curve, a bell curve of rankings. Where like we're adjusting them, we're like not. Yeah, because my feeling is, if we have more than four S teams, then we kind of need like another tier to like distribute. That's five what Jack was saying, right? Yeah, I mean, and, I, and I, I don't hate that idea. I think maybe you maybe you need another tier because we will cross that bridge when we come to it. But, but I think having another tier, you know what I think, Connor? Like I don't. Why can't we just acknowledge that this year is insanely top heavy and there's a bunch of teams that could all beat each other? That's fair, yeah. but they're all, right. all way better if, than everyone else. That can be your context too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like that's I, that's Spark how I view this Spark so. is definitely. S, I think Spark no, should be S because I think when I'm thinking no of all the best teams in the league, Spark should be able to compete against them. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Spark. There's no shot. There's no shot there. Hangzhou right. Spark, our first S team in our tier maker when it comes Damn, to rating these teams. We have more to come. But Hangzhou Spark, with Cheyenne leave, grabs the first S spot. Wow, it's gonna be fun. You know what it is? It's because you can see the light in the sun. You can literally. Like, see in your mind, like, holy shit, this team could be top three, top two, maybe the best, yeah. even in, in that you get the right meta, the right heroes in the right situation. Ray pops off as well. He's cooking. Like, you can actually picture this team being the best. Like, it's possible. Whereas there's other teams where you're just like, yeah, they're really good, but I don't know if I could see them lifting a trophy. I'm like, I could actually see Spark doing some real shit. That's the crazy part. The first team that gets on the S ranking. For our tier maker this team, uh, this year is from the country that literally doesn't have a license to play the game. Uh, <laughs> Epic. Good stuff. Very, very cool. Very cool. Um, but that does it for our three team previews this year. I'd love to tell you, viewers, uh, what teams we'll be talking about next week, but I honestly don't know. Uh, it depends on like official announcements and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll figure it out next week. What uh, three teams we uh, we talk about? Uh, Brent's player of the week to wrap us up. Who deserves Brent's player of the week? 
Hardy for, Hardy for League of Screams. getting for Twitch subs. subs for scrims. Literally selling scrim codes live on Twitch. That is funny as fuck. Actual yeah. Chad maneuver. Getting the fucking I'll bag for uh, scrim codes. Love that shit. Uh, I'm going to throw in Bro You Whack for being a good streamer. Hey, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going anymore into this. this. Not this going anymore dumb. into this. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna Johnny. What do you think? Uh, what about Commander X from the Lone Spitfire for forgetting to private uh, a scream video and just releasing it to the public with comms? <laughs> that that's funny. That is funny. Wait, where's that? I want to see that. I it's like the it just dropped. Awards. It literally it's just dropped. dropped. It's, it's the, like really? very recent. Yeah, the scrim. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. No the scrim deluges through the roof. Additionally, oh my god! I, I also got. That's how it happened. But that is legendary. They're yeah, saying legendary. that Command Rex uh, forgot to private the YouTube video, and so it was just available <laughs> on his YouTube channel. So I don't know if that's true, but that's what they're next, saying. Next, next boss will say, "Oh, I, the, our social media managers just forgot to not press send on this draft of a scrim code. Uh, <laughs> it was an email. Just forgot to delete this way. Yeah, it was an email. Sorry, guys." Uh, Reddit is not loading for me, which means that I I, yeah. I don't have any I, my own thoughts. Like uh, it, mean, it means it means everyone's just dying to get onto the scrim this leaked scrim. Everyone's like going on Reddit right now. It's just it's broken the internet. Commander uh, X is broken. Reddit the is down. Oh my god, what am I gonna do with my life? Um, yeah, you guys want to give it to Hardy for leaking scrims for Twitch subs? Yeah, I think it's sure. a fun precedent. I think okay. it'll be a good memory, a fun memory in the Brent's Player of the Week uh, history awards. <laughs> it'll be fun. Um, Scrims broke Reddit. You're, you're damn right, Mesker. Um, okay, so next week we're doing Pro Am preview. We'll be chatting about some of the Ooh. tier two teams that made it and qualified. We'll be talking more about Scrimbox and everything that went down. And uh, we'll see how many team previews we get done because it might be a pretty busy episode. But thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, and we'll see you next week for Plat Chat episode 170. Take care, guys. Bye.